Blog Talk Radio. Good evening and welcome to another episode of the Married Men Don't Talk Show produced by Household Stress. Home of the talk show, the top-selling book, the app for your Android smartphones, and also home of the sold-out, sold-out marriage communication challenge that will be held in National Harbor, Maryland on Saturday, October 19th. We come your way every Tuesday night, but you can get more info about this show by visiting our website, HouseholdStress.com. Listeners can listen to one of our live weekly talk shows by calling in or logging on to HouseholdStress.com from your personal computer as an anonymous guest. Phone lines are open right now, but this show is strictly for men only, so call into the hottest talk show in the world. That's right, I said it. It is the hottest talk show in the world. Now, we have a couple of rules, and they are absolutely no profanity and no politics, and more importantly, no racial stuff. This show is apolitical and race-neutral so that we can make sure that any man can feel comfortable on our show. And furthermore, fellas, this ain't Bible study. We want you to just be able to come to our show as a man, and that is it. The Married Men on Talk Show always presents the hottest topics for discussion, and tonight is no different. Tonight's topic is trust. My name is Rodney, and I'll be your moderator for the evening. This is a fluid conversation, so if you do have something to say, please feel free to do so, or if you just prefer to listen, that's absolutely fine as well. But please find your mute button right now and kindly put your phone on mute if you plan on just listening. And actually chat with us live now by going to our Married Men Don't Talk Facebook page. Uh, right now, we got somebody that will be talking to you, taking your questions on trust. So hit that up right now. You can find it. Just search it, Married Men Don't Talk Facebook page. All right. With all of that mumbo-jumbo said, let's get started. My first question is, uh, on a scale from 1 to 10, how much do you trust the government? Are you serious? No, because I, I thought we wouldn't. Yeah, right now, yeah, yeah. you're exactly right. Four and a half. Yeah, you're exactly right because uh, don't answer that question. That's a trick question. Yeah, don't answer that. Don't answer that, Rodney. Now, didn't he? Just, didn't the moderator just say no politics? Thank you, thank you. Get it, get it right, brother. Get it right. Um, but anyway, anyway, moving on. Two weeks ago, two weeks ago, we did a show entitled "Daddy's Little Girl," but can I raise her right? Do y'all remember that show? Yes. Yeah. 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 Well, the day we did that show, my wife was sick, and I had to take care of our three little kids pretty much all by myself for the entire week. And uh, as y'all know, I have a ten-year-old, six-year-old, and a one-year-old um, little boy, um, and I had to keep him uh, quarantined from her so he wouldn't get sick. So what that meant, fellas, is uh, ballet twice a week, dinner every night. I took him to church on Wednesday night. Took him to church on Sunday morning. I had a parent uh, meeting at the ballet studio for my daughters on Friday night. So I did all of that with with these three kids, and pretty much um, my wife was uh, recovering in quarantine um, in our bedroom. Um, So I want to start tonight with with kind of a simple question. Um, Does your wife trust you to take care of the kids? Does your wife trust you to take care of the kids? You know, my wife had no issues, you know, um, while she was recovering. She didn't have any Quorums or anything about me um, taking care of the kids. You know, was, she had no worries. You know that I couldn't um, do what I need to do. But what about you? Uh, does your wife trust you to take care of the kids? Hey, Rodney, I'm glad you asked that question because um, um, I got um, remarried and my wife had a 13 year old, and. 
And it was a different situation coming in where she had to get to a point where she had to say to herself, Lord, you know, Lord, I, I trust him enough to be my husband, you know, so I need you to help me to trust him enough to be my daughter's father. Excuse me, somebody has a TV on.
you know, there's a lot of things that, you you know, we're trying to prove as spouses. And once you do something like that, I think, you know, it sets you so much farther back in the marriage because it's hard to, harder for them to recover and come back and say, okay, I'm going to trust you again. Well, you know, I really believe that infidelity in a marriage ends the marriage. Um, it destroys the trust, and the marriage is over. Um, that doesn't mean you have to be divorced, but the marriage, as you know it, has ended. Uh, and and to build a new marriage is a process now. Uh, but once you break that trust, the marriage, as you knew it, is over and now you've got a whole process of trying to um, heal and then reestablish a trust. Mm-hmm. Good words, good words. Well, when you say the marriage that you knew was over, right, but you still can be married, what do you mean by it if it was over? Well, um, you have a piece of paper that says that you are married, but the marriage, as you knew it, um, really ends when when that infidelity comes in and all that blows up. Um, I've just seen too many situations uh, and lived through it also that it, it truly ends the marriage that you had. Um, even if you're staying together, the marriage is totally, totally rocked to the core. Um, now, that doesn't mean you have to get a divorce. It just means the marriage you had is no longer, I mean, when you say, hey, I'm running to 7-Eleven, in the back of their mind, they're thinking, yeah, to see who, to call who. I mean, everything changes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Did anybody other than me see the story that's been going around the Internet a, uh, a couple of weeks ago about the cheating husband that put up a picture on Facebook where he's holding up a piece of paper that says, and I quote, I cheated on my wife and she was ugly, end quote. Now, the caption on the photo says his wife will forgive him and take him back if that particular photo that he posted on his Facebook page gets 10,000 likes. And his wife yeah, actually that. commented, yeah, you saw it, right? His wife actually commented on the photo with an amen in all caps, you know, when he first, you know, put put the picture up. But did y'all hear about that story? And if you did, if no. you're just hearing it for the first time, what do you think of that? He put up the, the piece of paper that I cheated on my wife, you know, if I get 10,000 likes, you know, my, my wife would take me back. Well, first of all, that, that's obviously ridiculous. Um, that's not how you make a marriage. Um, but really, you know, when it comes down to it, that kind of stuff to try to, you know, embarrass somebody, put somebody out there and destroy something, if that if that was the truth, um, you know, that marriage is doomed anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that sounds like a hoax. That sounds like it is isn't her hoax. <laughs> Well, you know what I mean? Wife, that would never happen in my marriage. Even never. if the wife really is going to take him back, how long is that really going to last? Uh, I mean, you know, how long is she really going to stay back with him and have the 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 whole fact of the matter is she's lost trust because of what he did. You know, if if she does forgive him, it's all about 
actually really truly forgiving and like a lot of people don't realize what that means and um forgiving and letting it go leave it completely in the past move forward and it has to be completely let go like shut the window close the door it's done right if if this was true and i really doubt it um this is her trying to hurt him um, the way she perceived that he hurt her. And that's not a path to successful marriage. That's no. really a path to divorce. Yes. It, yeah, it is. Yeah, and I'm glad y'all bring up the wife because the, his wife has some harsh words for you critics. She said, and I quote, Do not try to make him feel less of a man if your love for someone is not that strong. Don't hate, end quote. What do y'all think about her statement? She's like, y'all, you know, don't don't hate. You know that well, man. Well, you is- know, she's hurt, and I understand that. But it, again, it comes down to if it's truly um, her desire to make her marriage work. First of all, she's not going to try to belittle belittle her husband. And that situation was simply to make him look like an idiot. Um, or, or was it to belittle the woman that he? Had an affair yeah. with. Well, you know, the woman that he had an affair with, she wasn't up there. The picture wasn't up there. He was just holding a sign in the middle of the mall. Right. Okay. Uh, so that wasn't the situation. Nobody knew who that woman was. All right. Um, the bottom line, again, comes down to that if this was true, let's just take it at face value and say, okay, it was true. Um, that marriage, that's not how you work through these issues. Um, one of the challenges that we see a lot of times is uh, somebody has an affair and um, the person that has the affair is put on as if it's 100% the marriage destroyed as their fault. It's never that way. There's always enough blame to go around. Um, and, you know, to really make your marriage work after an, or after an affair, you really have to deal with the facts and uncover the real root and, and deal with it and start the, the, the forgiveness and the healing process. It doesn't start with embarrassment and shame. No, definitely not. Yeah, and the last I checked, the picture had got, gotten over 14,000 likes. And the husband posted a thank you, you know, to everyone who liked the photo and said that I'm not going to stop until I get her back. But do y'all think that his wife would trust him now after this incident? Y'all think she'll trust him now? I think that it's not something that's going to come from that picture. It's going to be something that's hard-earned. Yeah, I agree with you. I think that the the picture potentially uh, hurt the marriage because not only did you cheat, but you're parading it on Facebook. Mm. You know, that's that. I mean, that's airing your dirty laundry to the max right there. And not only that, you know, you're making light of the fact that, um, you know, that you want to get your wife back by by using these means. Kind of crazy. You know when you when you when you talk when you do if if again we'll just take that as that was true, uh, which I really doubt. But if that was the real truth, um, she wasn't trying to make her marriage work. Okay, uh, she was trying to humiliate humiliate him, 
as she has felt humiliated. I'm not saying she wasn't humiliated by the situation, but that's not a way to make your marriage work. The only way to make that work through that situation is, number one, through forgiveness. Um, And forgiveness isn't throwing in your face what you've done over and over and and that kind of thing 10,000 times. Um, You know, it's getting to a point of turning it over and letting it go and saying, okay, um, this is where it is. You've hurt me. Um, I forgive you. Now, forgiving somebody is, is, well, if you're a Christian, is is actually a command. Um, building a new relationship is a whole different ballgame. When I said that your marriage is over, truly it is. The marriage you had is over. Okay, you you don't have that same marriage. That doesn't mean you can't build another one. But the marriage you had, the trust you had, it's destroyed. I, okay. I don't agree. I don't necessarily agree with that, Andrew. I just uh, I don't agree with that either. I, I well, mean, you know, I I was um, compelled to listen to a um, a, uh, a earlier show that we had um, a couple of couple of months ago, and it was called "My um, My Mistress Is HIV Positive." And uh, and now what? Um, do y'all remember that show? Yes. Okay. That that particular show, you know, um, I listened to the whole thing, and and a woman came on, and she was she her husband gave her herpes, but she was willing to work it out because she was a Christian. It wasn't until it continued to happen when she decided to, to give it up. Now now again, m- women are more prone to stay in a relationship if a man cheats on her. Vice versa, you know, not 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 the husband doing, you know, the same thing. But if a husband cheat on a woman, she'll probably give him another shot, especially if he's the breadwinner, because she throw in a lot of things like the kids and, you know, her her you know security. But a husband, if a wife cheat on a husband, he he can probably be more out of there. But I don't think it's just absolutely over if one one incident, you know, of cheating happens, of you know he's drinking or he's clubbing or doing something outside of the realm. Of of his norm, you know what I mean. When I said the marriage is destroyed, when I, I didn't say it's a divorce. What I said is the trust that you have is gone. No, that's okay. That's the the trust the trust that you have is gone. No longer. If I said to my wife, "Honey, I'm going such and such, such and such," you know what? She believes that's what's going to happen. Period. End of story. She doesn't think about it. She doesn't think, "Oh, well, he's going." But if I had an affair, okay, that doesn't mean we get divorced, but in her mind she's saying, is he telling me the truth? What's really going on? He's lied to me, and he's screwed another woman already. Well, let me ask you a question. Trust? Let me ask you a question. Say that again? Let me ask you a question. If Let's say if a person is uh, is just in the world, both of them in the world, and the, and the husband cheats on her. Right. And then she said, uh, you know, my trust is gone for you. I mean, I'm going to stay together because of the kids' sake. And then the dude gets saved. Right. And then he turned completely away from what he used to do. Right. Of course, it's not a Bible study. We're not talking about that. We're just talking about what if his lifestyle changes, that right. he's not drinking, he's not clubbing, he's not doing the things he do. He got all get rid of all the females on his Facebook uh, friends, and now he decides to change his life completely around. Do he deserve, does that guy uh, is not is he not going to get a hundred percent trust in his wife even more afterwards after a, a period of time? After a period of time, you can build a trust. But I'm saying the marriage that you had when you said 
this is what I'm going to do. I'm going here. That 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 trust that you had. Once an affair happens, that trust is gone. Now you can build it back in a process in time. Yes, you can, and you can actually build a stronger relationship. But the marriage you had, once all that stuff comes to light, believe me, I can't tell you how many couples I've dealt with. It it's done. Now that doesn't mean they have to go to the divorce court. They can't make it work. But the the initial. I'll call it blind faith, that's no longer there. It creeps into each time that person that cheated says, I'm going to do this. Now, the person that's that's still there, if they decide to stay, they have to fight the, the thought in their mind, is that really what's going on? Do I need to check his Facebook? Do I need to check his phone? And there's a process in the beginning times of, of, of okay, we're going to make it work, that this person that cheated has to give up some of the freedoms that they used to enjoy. But why stay in a marriage like that? It's just like staying in a marriage with a gun pointed at the back of your head. You know, well, um, you, you know, if you don't trust me, then don't be with me. If you're going to, you can't time trust somebody once they've or, done that. Okay, so there's I, a process of trust that has to be rebuilt once the trust is broken. But and the, a, the first comment, the first comment you said is over. I mean, the, the yes, the marriage you had. Now, when I said that, the marriage that you had. In other words, when you said to your wife, or this woman said to her husband, "Hey, I'm going out with my girlfriends," and you said, "Okay, fine," that's no longer there. So you mean to tell yeah. me that you can't rebuild something? I didn't up to the say point you that you can go rebuild. out to the store again. No, no, no. Yeah. I didn't say you can't rebuild. I said the marriage you had, when you said, honey, I'm running out, me and Tony are going to go play golf, okay? She's going to say, right now, if I said to my wife, hey, honey, you know what, Monday me and Tony are going to play golf. So I'm going to have fun. If I, it, Andrew, if let me help you. Happened, in the back of her mind, she'd say, is he really going to play golf? Hey, Andrew, let me, let me help you out. Instead of saying the marriage you had, why don't you just say the marriage that we have? Now, we're going to assume that all of our wives have been faithful. I mean, in a, we we assume that we're not with them 24-7, but there's no infidelity on, on her part, okay? So you can, you know, to, to to help Andrew's point is that think about the marriage after she cheats. You know, right now she's like, I'm going to CVS or whatever. You're like, oh, whatever. But after that infidelity happens, you know, that's what he's talking about is that you're not going to think about that run to CVS the same way you think about it today when there's no infidelity. It's going to be different. You know, yeah, you may forgive her. Yeah, you may rebuild the trust over time, but it's not going to be the same as today when your wife says, I'm running to CVS, I'm running to the grocery store, and you're like, oh, yeah, you know, pick me up some, some bread or whatever. You know, it's going to be different. It's going to be, and it may be just a moment, just a, a, a quick thought like, I wonder if she really going to the grocery store. Whereas now that thought doesn't even come into your mind at all because there's no infidelity. I think that's what, you know, Andrew is, is trying to say, you know, that. Well, go ahead. Well, we're talking about trust. Yes, sir. And um, you don't necessarily have to cheat on somebody to get that kind of reaction. If a person is somewhat insecure, they may not trust you anyway. Some people just have problems with trust. 
You know what I mean? And it, a lot of times it doesn't have any, you know, there wasn't an event that happened. It, it's you know, not so. an event that happened with you, but it may be an event that happened in their past. Could be. Could be. A lot of times that's it. You know, what, what the last dude did or what the last woman did. And you're paying a price for that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, we... It, Again, it doesn't always have to be the infidelity in the present marriage. It can be the person that's just had problems with issues. Maybe daddy rolled out and said, I'm going to get some milk. Never came back. And and the thing is, one thing that, that you do can ring familiar, and all of a sudden the walls start dropping down because the pain of the past comes back because you said, hey, I'm I'm going to play golf. And all of a sudden, you know, her ex or whatever used to do that, and that's when his rendezvous was happening. All of a sudden, you had got nothing to do, and bam, it, it hits. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you don't deserve that, you know. That, that was, and, like you said, I mean, that's that's in the past. Go ahead. That's right. And then there's the other element that we're forgetting about, and that's the lack of trust because of cheating. Your spouse may not have done anything, but because of your infidelity, you're you're forced to try to uh, you know accuse them of doing something to join your your party. So a lot of times people will cheat. Hey, Tony, can you say now, that again? Because that's so true. <laughs> it is. It is. I mean, you could cheat. You know what I mean? And got away with this guy clean. But now you're flipping it on your spouse. Like, okay, you know, I'm guilty, so she must be guilty or something. You know, the guilt can drive you crazy, make you think somebody's doing something that they're not. And now they're walking on eggshells for no reason. Ain't no doubt, because yeah, I've been there, man. You know, you 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 out there playing the game, and 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 you start to see things. You go, oh, you must be out there, because because you're out there, you think they're out there. <laughs> That's right. That's right. That's right. Good. Andrew, you mentioned uh, earlier about truth. You said something earlier about truth, and do trust and truth go hand in hand? And what I mean by that is that is, is deception of any kind the biggest trust killer in a marriage? I'm so glad you said that, Rodney. You know, um, some of you may or may not know, my wife, I, you know, I've been through this. I've played, I've played the game. I've done the lies. I've done the cheating and all that. And when I got remarried, I said, you know what, I'm not doing this. I got saved, and I want to do it the right way. And I decided I'm going to tell my wife the truth. Good, bad, ugly, it's going to be what it is. And my wife just had her 50th birthday party. And one of the things I had to do to keep this secret was not tell her the absolute truth on things. And you know what, Ronnie? It burned me up. Mm. I couldn't wait to finally tell her the truth. <laughs> and I know, you know, hey, yeah, it's a reason you got to say this. But, man, it was just eating me up not to just be truthful. And it... <laughs> And you know what? We'll ride in the car, and my cell phone will ring or a text message, and I'll say, hey, get that. Tell me what that is. And when I was out there cheating, I would never do that. And, it was, it's, you know, I said to my wife one time, I said, I'm so glad I'm not doing that anymore. Because, you know what, my cell phone rings, you can answer it. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't have to worry about it. I'm not worried about some chick sending me a message, oh, you didn't call me. You know, and it's such a peace. But when you're in that stuff, you can't do that. you got to lie, lie, mm-hmm. lie, lie, lie. 
Yeah. And it's funny you mm-hmm. say that because I had a similar situation, um, and that was it was for our ten year wedding anniversary. And you know, to those of you who don't know, this is my first marriage, and um, I've never cheated. And uh, as far as I can recall, you know, my wife hasn't cheated. You know, there's totally no infidelity in the marriage. And we had hit a rough patch um, back in 2007. Um, we had our second child, and at the same time, my wife took a new job at a at a new place. And um, you know, logistically, like on paper, you know, it was it worked. You know, she was closer to home. You know, and uh, we had you know two kids now. Um, but anyway, you know, over this time, 2007, 2008. You know, our marriage hit a rough patch, and then, um, you know, we got back on track. So year 10, you know, I planned uh, a cruise for us, you know, a Bermuda cruise. Um, wasn't to Aruba, Andrew, but, it, you know, it, we, we cruised to uh, Bermuda. And, and I, you know, when you're planning a trip like that, fellas, I'm sure you know you have to plan it, you know, months in advance. And with me, I did have the two children, so I had to make sure, you know, they were cared for properly, you know, for the week. And, um, you know, so my mom... Uh, thankfully, you know, she's retired. My father, they're retired. So, you know, I was working with her in, in secret. Um, but you know what? I could not. It was so much pressure, you know, on my wife that year, um, you know, with her job. And it was so much pressure on the marriage that I could not hold it any longer. You know, I think I, we were up till 1 o'clock one morning on a weeknight, you know, doing uh, something that she had to do for work. And uh, I was helping her, and she was just, you know, just pulling her hair out. And, you know, I literally, I was like, just stop. Honey, just stop. You know, let me let me just tell you something. In two weeks, because this was at the, at the end of the school year, she's a teacher. So in, I was like, in two weeks, you know, we're getting on a boat and we're going to Bermuda. You know, and, you know, during the process, I started planning in February. I think we didn't leave till June or July or whatever. I don't even remember. But literally for, you know, five, six months, you know, the whole time I was, holding this and planning it, and I couldn't be, you know, 100% honest with her. And, you know, we didn't have our passports, so, you know, getting our passports was sort of a tricky situation, too, because, you know, you have to make an appointment at the post office, or you did, you know, back when I got it. Um, Uh You have to make an appointment with the post office, and, you know, I had this appointment, and, you know, she had, you know, gotten a a cold or something. You know, she was sick, and she didn't want to go. And I was like, no, we have to go. You know, so I dragged her down to the post office. She was, And she griped and complained the whole time because she wasn't feeling well. You know, it was a weekend. She just wanted to relax. And here I am, we're in the post office, you know, with these two kids, you know, getting pictures and getting, you know, fingerprints and everything you need to do um, to get these passports because it takes, you know, six to eight weeks. And, you know, God forbid if we have a terrorist attack, that could put everything on hold and, you know, my whole trip be messed up, you know, if I didn't have my passport. So, you know, literally, like you said, Andrew, um, it, it was it was a process, and I I just couldn't hold it anymore. When it got so close, you know, I planned on just, you know, at school was out, just planned on just giving her, you know, the tickets or whatever it was, saying, we're going on a cruise. And um, I couldn't, you know, it was just so much pressure on the marriage that I had to give her some relief. But I was relieved, you know, when I, I was like, look, I've been planning this, and you know, this is what we're going to do, and, you know, but, you know, she was like, oh, wow, you know, that's great. We need that, you know, so thankfully everything worked out, but I can relate to you, brother, you know, especially when you're playing. Ronnie, it's funny 
because we went to Mexico in March, and I took Glenn's passport and hid it. Because, you know, we had that party in August, and the next day we were going to the airport to take Deja and her sister back to fly home. And we were going to, you know, I had booked a villa in Exuma for the week, and we were going to fly off. Okay, so I had to hide her passport because her passport was expiring and she wanted to renew it. So it was crazy. It was just nuts. And when we finally got to the airport and I told her, you know, we got there, she had no idea what was going on. I, you know, worked out her, her boss, time off, the whole deal. We got to the airport, and she was stunned, and she said, wow. And I said, you know, I said, well, you know, there was a, there was another part to the surprise. We're going to fly to Nassau, and then we're going to fly to Exuma. And I was so wiped out with it. I was like, you know, do you want to know the whole deal or what? <laughs> she said, tell me the whole deal. Rodney, I was so relieved to tell her the whole thing. You know, yeah. it was just like, I can tell you the well, truth, I'm lying, no more stuff. Here it is, it's off my chest, and I'm done. Well, fellas, you got to remember now, on this call, most we we are a, a, a special group of men that could afford to take our wives to Azuma and cruises and all of that other stuff. There's some guys out here that got some serious problems and, and, and cruises. They wish holding a, holding a secret from their wife about a cruise or a trip they wish they could have that kind of problem. So we could be sure that we talking to some real people and let them know, look, man, you know, related to cheating, because cheating and holding something like that in is is way more difficult to hold in. I mean, a surprise is one thing, and it's a good thing at the end. But cheating is another thing, and, and that's not so good at the end of that. You know what I mean? Well, well I'm going to tell you, I've been on both ends. Okay, I've been, you know, I've been married, divorced, and all that nonsense. I've been on both ends playing that game. You know, having a special code on my phone, you can't get in, the whole deal. Okay, so I've been on both ends of it, and and it, you know, it sucks. I used to drop my wife off at the bus in the morning, and go see my girlfriend after I dropped her off at the bus. <laughs> I'm not kidding you, man. And you know what? You know, in the beginning, you know, this may sound funny, it's exciting. I mean, you got all kind of snatch. You know, after a while, it ain't it ain't so exciting. It's just like, damn, you don't even get an enjoyment. You're just trying to balance and play and, and live two lives. And trust me, it ain't it, it ain't what it sounds like. It ain't, you know, and at the end of the day, you know, and I don't know if y'all into football and all, you know when they say, you know, if you got two quarterbacks, you got no quarterbacks. Huh. Mm. If you got two women, you got no women. You know, you can't play that game. In the beginning, it's exciting. At the end, you know, as it goes on, you can't handle the stress. Mm. You just can't. And in my opinion, it ain't worth it. But when it comes but to, to some guys, it may, it, oh yeah, I'm sorry. Go, go ahead. ahead. Go ahead. No, you got it. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, and some guys they think that they can. I mean, they think that being married and cheating is different than being a single person and cheating, and it is because you know, you know, there's no obligation when you, when you, when you're not married. So, because you can easily say if you get caught or when you get caught, hey, I ain't married. You know, we ain't you got no ring on your finger, and that's an easy break. But then they try to transition that into a relationship and try to tie it down and say, I'm married, we're married now, and I can try to still do the same thing. It's not the same. 
But when it comes to deception, fellas, um, does it take very little to violate a person's trust? Yeah. Take, it don't take much to violate trust. Something as simple as saying, yeah, I really like that. Really like that. And then finding out later on, well, if it was that easy to lie about that, and you know. Now, I, I don't trust my wife to go to the grocery store, and not because of cheating factors, but, but I believe it's, it's just going to be, she just spend too much money. If I say, can you go to get some bread and some milk, she coming back with four gallons of milk, you know, five things of bread. I'm like, do you know how to shop? Because we only got a family of five here, and we don't have that much more freezer space. You know, and I'm not saying I wish I had a problem with not trusting her with men, but I ain't, because I ain't saying that. I just don't, I mean, when she spent, and I think I told y'all that she spent, when she told me she was going to, when she was juicing, and she said she was going to the store to get $100 worth of fruit, which is a lot of fruit. She came back with $330 worth of fruit. And All right, so this day, do you got a deep freezer in your, in your garage? Yeah, but that was already it was already full from the we had just went grocery shopping. She had bought a I bought her a so juice that she was wanted full. to Yeah, it was all we was we go shopping on the first and it was already full. This is like the the third or the fifth and she I bought her this juicer and she said, I don't have enough fruit and I don't want to eat all the kids' fruit, so I wanna go get some fruit for juicing and that's all I'm gonna do is juice. I said, mm-hmm. well, you know, then she want to go, I can go to Sam's. I said, well, go to Sam's. Well, I said, just spend $50. I can't spend no $50 at Sam's. And I said, okay, just spend just spend 100 That's it, you know. She goes to Sam, come back, and I go out and check, you know, and, and I'm out there in my robe and my flip-flops, and uh, and I seen all that fruit in, the, in, the, in her truck, and I said, can I have a receipt, please? And I saw $338.40. I just, I just went running. In the rain, in flip flops, in house coat, I just took off running to stop myself from punching her. <laughs> so I'm like, look, you need to work. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm like, imagining the police this, this guy me. running in the rain in a house coat and flip flops. The, po- the police <laughs> He said, "Sir, I stopped you because it looks like you you just escaped from a." a on one of those wacko houses. I said, no, nah, man, my wife just spent $330 on some fruit. He said, you need to ride back? I said, no, nah, I need to keep running. He said, all right, take your time, brother. <laughs> so now I do, all the, I do all the grocery shopping. I mean, I go, I do, I still, that happened like five, six years ago, and I still go grocery shopping to this day because I don't ever want to get that feeling of not trusting her to go you know, and I asked her why she spent so much money because her family, she had a family of ten, you know, in her in her household. So when they bought, they bought big, they bought plenty. And I'm like, we, we yeah, you got to narrow this down because we don't have that big a family, you know. Yeah, but I want to go back, you know, um, you know, specifically to cheating and uh, good words, fellas. But how do y'all think women feel? When they're cheated on, I mean, what what does that actually what does that do to a woman? Well, to them, they, because they probably put everything into the marriage, they think that uh, they probably look negative upon themselves. Like, what did they do wrong? Mm. I think it all depends. 
I think it all depends on the origin of the relationship. And the reason why I say that is because you got to remember, a lot of women um, are dating someone that's in a relationship, and they are the other woman, and then they may end up being the wife. Okay? Or they're dating somebody that, that was a flirt that always had a lot of women, and he settled down and married this particular woman. You know what I mean? So the possibility of this person that's always a flirt cheating may be understandable. Not understandable, but she may be, okay, possibly may happen. You follow what I'm saying? Versus somebody like you, Rodney. You guys have been together. You 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 guys started young. You know, um, she would never in her wildest imagination think that you would ever cheat. Yes, sir. But let's just say that wife that, again, like I said, met met that guy that was out in the club, you know what I mean, and he settled down with this particular woman, and then he cheats. She may take it a little easier than your wife. Can I say something, please? No, this is oh, all oh, men call. Oh. Hey, ma'am. <laughs> what you can do, ma'am, what you can do, ma'am, um, you can contact No, 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 wait, 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 oh, wait, wait. Okay. Okay. The okay. young lady, you, this is the married men don't talk. I'm, I'm gonna give you a little bit of liberty, and then we'll, you know, fellas, we'll get back on track because this does happen. You know, the line is open, and but I think she might have something, you know, to say on how women feel. I mean, that's the question we. Wait asked. a minute! Wait a minute! Not? I did not get all that from the one word title that a woman would be on. I didn't get that. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't get it either. I mean. But what what do you what do you have to say on on the topic, um, Miss Lady? I mean, we're talking about trust. That's the topic for the evening. And how I mean, were the guys right? You know, with, with how do you feel as a woman? You know, um, what 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 does what does that do when the trust is broken? What does that do? I mean, speak speak for all women. You know, at this point, you're the only woman on, but. Have a go at you know whether they were right or wrong at explaining you know what does that how, how do how do women feel when they're cheated on? Go ahead. It doesn't matter if he was a player and decided to get married or if he was the faithful type. It's still devastating when it happens. You don't expect it to happen. You don't want it to happen. That's why you get married. So it still hurts. It doesn't matter what type of guy it is, so um, I think I'll have to disagree with the gentleman that made that comment. But um, yeah, I mean, I, I understand, but I still think there's certain degrees. I just think that sometimes, I mean, it's like, it's like, um, it's like anything, you know, if, if there's a possibility of it happening and then it happens, you won't be so surprised. But there's no possibility of it happening then that's devastation. And I'm not saying it all doesn't hurt, but, you know, it is what it is. I mean, if I, if I dated a girl that used to be loose, I'm always be on my, you know, you know, I mean, you're not supposed to marry a freak, but, you know, but some men do. Well, I mean, it is what it is. And, you, you know, know it's – go ahead. For, with my philosophy, and this, like, this goes for men and women – if they cheated to be with you, they'll cheat on you. That's right. Wow. Thank you. That's right. That's true. And and, and, and then when I mean, they do so cheat you, on you. you know, you know in your head, they cheated on you to be with you. They might have married you, 
that don't that you know in your head that they're gonna do it at some point. Yeah. It's just a matter of when. Yep. Hey, hey, yeah. Rodney. Yes, sir. Hey, some listeners came out a little late. Can you uh, reiterate the uh, Facebook? Uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Go, go ahead to Facebook. Married Men Don't Talk Unisex Blog. Uh, chat with us live. But, Miss Lady, have you ever been cheated on yourself? I mean, are you speaking in the hypothetical or are you speaking from experience? I am speaking from experience. Mm. A child was produced as a result of that cheating. And even though the marriage was on the rocks at the time, a child was produced and it wasn't my I didn't have the baby. <laughs> so, oh, my. Um, yeah. Well, you, you uh, said something. You said you said during a time that things were shaky between the two of you. During that time when things were shaky, what is expected normally uh, if things are on the rocks between a husband and a wife or boyfriend and girlfriend? What is the expectation of the person when you guys are in the middle of you know we're breaking up? Or, you know, well, we weren't broken up. That's just it. It was just a rocky time. Every relationship has its moments where, you know, you're reevaluating, okay, we need to step our game up. We need to do um, spend more time together. We need to go to counseling. We need to do something because this thing is not working. So in the midst of, okay, let's work on it, I find out several months later that there's some chick that's pregnant. So, so y'all weren't separated, is what I'm saying. Y'all wasn't no. Absolutely not. Still sleeping in my bed, eating my food, you know. Mm. Well, you know, and like, ma'am, honestly, it happens to men too. Because my wife, after being, she was probably four months pregnant. And I finally came home from work one day and I said, look, I don't know what's going on. But you know what? We're going to figure this out tonight. Are you going to leave or I'm going to leave one or the other? And she came out and told me, I don't know if the baby's yours or, not, or somebody else's. What? Mm. So, what? I mean. Ouch. Yeah. So, you I mean. that at four months in? Four months into it. Months it. Months and you know what? You know what? The, Rodney, you know, you know me. I mean, yep. but I stayed with her throughout the whole pregnancy. I delivered that baby because I'm a medic. And. As soon as the doctor said, the baby's yours, I got down there, and I was like, no, this baby's not mine. Ooh. It was definite. It was definite that it wasn't my baby. Uh, well, why did the doctor lie to you then? Well, I mean, the, if, <laughs> he, he just, said it's all yours, you there. take over, you know, and I'm like, no, this this baby's not mine. I mean, oh. it was an interracial baby. Oh, wow. Well, I mean, I knew that it wasn't my baby. You know what oh, I mean? Yeah. But, you know, at that point, I stayed with her for four more months. I took care of the baby because she didn't want to have anything to do with it. And, you know, because she knew how her family was going to be, blah, blah, blah. Oh, stayed oh, with oh. her for four more months. She's still cheating. Oh. So, you know, oh, at so that you point, was willing, you, you was stay. willing to stay with her. You was willing I stayed to with stay. her. The baby has my name to this day. Oh. But you, but you, you, wait a minute, you still with her? Oh, no, 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 no. Okay, so yeah. you, you you didn't you 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 broke up with her because she kept cheating, or you broke up with she her? She still she still was cheating. She still, and she's married to the guy that she started seeing after she had the baby. Mm. So, 
Mm. So it wasn't the baby's father. See, she's married. No, no. She had them naps, huh? <laughs> I mean, wow. You, you, well, I mean, I, I, I would say that's a great thing that it was an interracial baby because at least you knew, you know, right then and there, like, whoa, you know, versus well, five years, you know, you signing a kid up for kindergarten and, you know, right, like you right. know, the DNA test. We see you on Mario or something, and they like, you are not the father, you know, after five oh. years. So at least, you know, right away. You didn't have to go on Jerry Springer. The only, way, the only way that I knew, and honestly, because the baby came out, um, well, with my skin tone, because I'm dark, you know, and um, I'm part Native American, so, like, I, you know, I'm dark, and, but... The baby, the hair is the only thing that you could tell, you know. So he had an afro and, and those naps. <laughs> it, she had, she had the different hair, and I mean, so I could tell right away. I knew that it was between me and him, and like yeah. I knew by the hair. Now, Did you, know the guy? you know, she had blue eyes. She had my skin tone, but then, you know, as time went on, she got darker and. And I was chastised by people at the firehouse, by this, that, the other, because I, I said that she wasn't my child. Mm. It were, now, how, what was your feelings like, bro? Because, uh, I mean, you know, I know you loved your wife at the time because you stayed with her, but um, doing every – did y'all, did y'all continue your sexual relationship? Did y'all have conversation about it? Did y'all, you know, how, how did y'all communicate? We still had a relationship. I mean, it was on the rocks before. It was on the rocks after. I mean, but I told her I put it all in the past. It's all forgiven. You know, and just stop doing what she's doing. Well, you really put it in the that. past because of something you had did, or you just just loved it that much? I just, I, I just, our, we weren't, we weren't meant for each other. Just yeah. Up. And, like, we just, her views on monogamy in a relationship were different than my views, you know? Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. So did you so guys did you have, have any kids? What's up? Did you, did you have any kids together? Yes, we had one other child, and that's wow. what kept me with her, I think, for, you know, after the time. And, and, and excuse me, what was her reason for cheating? And not using protection. Well, what happened? No reason. Just that's the way she was. That's just what she did. did so did you know that before? I mean, it has to have been some kind of echoing of. Um, I've been before I married this this woman. I know she a hoe. Or before I married this woman, <laughs> I know she's loose. Or I, I know she likes to just have sex. And I probably I'm marrying her to satisfy okay. all of that. Or all right. Well, I guess let me start from the beginning. Then you want to know the whole story. My ex-wife was bisexual and liked to have other women brought home and liked to have threesomes with other women, blah, blah, blah. And you was with that, So right? I gave her that freedom for, uh, a, po- for, for a point. To a point. And then after, after we were married, I said, that's it. Like, that's got to stop. And because I was saying that I had to stop and she still wanted to do it, that's where our problem started. Okay, sure. so that's a classic example of 
you know, knowing who you marry before you marry them. And I'm not saying it's your fault. I'm not saying she shouldn't have stopped. But I am, I'm simply saying that we, as men and women, when we have to when we pick our mates, we have to look at the whole thing. We can't just look at the freak part of her. We gotta look right, at who, right. who, who, you know, the whole thing. I mean, if she if she like getting freaky with women, and it, it might start out good. I mean, you know, including That's yourself. Fun in the yeah, it was all good, but but when one of you want to change, and the other one is not ready, then you, you can't change another person. They have to do that on their own. Yeah. But 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 excuse me, brother. Do you see where you, you know? I guess hindsight is twenty twenty. But you see where the mistake was. There was seeds oh, of yeah, destruction yeah. the wrong stone. So really, it, it's really yeah. You really can't do much for that because you were already given vent to that, and it's hard to <laughs> break that mold. Yeah. Yeah, and now if I go to date a woman and she says that she goes both ways, and no, see you later, deal breaker. Well, what do you measure the woman up to? I mean, all of us need to have a standard. And, you know, the Bible has its own standard, but each of us have our own standard as well. You know, so what what standard do you measure the woman, the next woman that you're going to get with by? Do you just measure her by a standard of get measure, or you just say, okay, I just don't want a woman to do that. I have a list. Honestly, for me, I sat down and I made a list of 15 different things that are absolute deal breakers that I have to have in a woman. And if if she don't measure up to that, then I walk. We can still be friends, but I walk. By friends, you, you know, mean y'all just still smash, but until she meet up, no, 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 ain't no, nobody no, gonna fit. No, not, not everybody's no, no, gonna because fit. Because honestly, for me right now, I don't, I don't have enter like I don't have sex until I'm married. Okay, but I'm just saying everybody's not gonna fit up to that particular standard or that list because you know nobody's perfect. You know, if you can, if you can imagine, you know, some people's like okay that's been in a relationship with a woman that have kids, they say, you know, I'm not going to get in a relationship with a woman that have uh, kids that she's spoiled. But, you know, understand when a woman is independent and she's raising her kids by herself, she become attached to those kids because there's no man there for her to attach herself to. Oh, so and you I, can't, I, I you know, you know what I mean? Agree, but the, the things that I, that I have on that list is, like, stuff that's just, there's no, there's no way around it. It's got to happen. Well, can you give I mean, like list? for instance, for instance, one of the top things on the list, she has to love me unconditionally. She has to love my children unconditionally, like they are her own children. If not, peace. Yeah. So getting back on trust, fellas. <laughs> um, who who who's more trustworthy, men or women? Who's more trustworthy? <laughs> men. No, I, 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 I think women. I think women are. Well, women have the, the greatest capacity to trust. We have to learn trust over time. Men do. For most of us, the majority of us. So women? So anybody else? Men, women, who more trustworthy? Y'all say women? I see. Me, I don't trust women. Period. Yeah. Go ahead, Ike. <laughs> what do you say? Oh, no, I say men are more trustworthy. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. The resident contrarian there. Well, not the resident contrarian. Well, maybe I just don't understand big words, but uh. <laughs> 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 so let, well, let me I'm play glad we have enough. Right. 
sad we have another uh, book author on the line because I've, <laughs> I've written a very famous book myself. Uh, it's and been what is that book? Uh, Women Lie. <laughs> <laughs> name of my simple book. Simple as that. Just I get that book. Women Lie. <laughs> We're not smart enough to catch them. We're not. You 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 have to go to heaven. You have to die to find out all the things that a woman did. You won't know. You'll never know. It's impossible. Yeah. Forget it. Because <laughs> and, and Ike and Ike, when they get you, they get you. Oh, they get you. Oh, 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 you don't even see it coming. Oh, it's it, it have and have not type level, man. I mean, oh, they, yeah. they oh, it's oh, it's drastic. Yeah, see, yeah, Women are slick. Men are dumb with it. Women are slick. That's why men are more trusting. We're not smart enough to have an instinct. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We're not smart enough. They have instinct. They have intuition. They have the woman network. They have all of the things to help them do surveillance. They know how to break in the phones. They know how to lift fingerprints now. Yeah. So all of these things that they have at their disposal... And you won't know how devious and how smart a woman is. A woman can know you cheating and let you cheat. And then when she finds out you cheat, she can go get her side thing. And then when your thing blows up, she can get mad at you but keep her thing going for years. And you never Say that again, bro. Say that again. <laughs> don't, don't, don't discredit our, our intellect. Yeah, we, 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 we just don't have it. Cunning, and then, and then make that, you feel guilty but, all the time. But we're not that low on a totem pole where they can just slick us just arbitrarily. Because when you start cheating, everything changes. You know, the the way that she smells and the way that she look and act, everything going to change. So don't tell me that, you know, she just, I mean, even the, now the only time that a man can really catch up with a woman if she starts cheating or just start thinking about it, if the set starts slipping. You know, and so you got to add that piece in there. If she's giving it to somebody else, it's going to be slipping with you. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's when you're going to know that, hey, something else is wrong. Because now, if you want to say, yeah, they're, they're slicker than us, you can say that, but when the set starts slipping, we own to everything. You know, like, I don't think it's just that they're on to us or they're smarter than us, but... Somebody brought it up a while ago. Maybe it was Rodney. Said they got that woman network. Men don't have that. Like men, we don't trust each other enough to, that we're gonna sit there and we're gonna talk about this, that, and the other. You know, with our boys, we ain't gonna talk about all this. We ain't gonna gossip with our boys about this and that and the other and everything else. We ain't gonna go in a herd to the bathroom. You know, like we're we scared of this. We scared of that. We, you know. We're scared of opening up to guys for being judged. Where women, they open up to each other. They talk to each other. They 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 tell every, every little thing, every little thing. Believe me, your wife's best friend knows everything about you. Hey, let me tell you all something. This man speaks the truth. <laughs> I'm, glad, I'm glad he was, he was, he just said what he said. I was out to dinner with some friends last week, actually celebrating a friend's birthday. And I happened to be sitting at a table with um, three women. They were all friends. Um, And they got into talking about penis size. 
Mm-hmm. What? At the dinner yeah. table? <laughs> well, it was, it was dinner slash socializing slash at the dinner table. Some drinks. That, that, yeah, but we we had, we were eating and drinking. Oh, and, you know, just, we had some cocktails, but but <laughs> anyway. you brought it up. No, no, hold, on, no, no. hold on, 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 T Hawk. He said yeah. they had some cocktails. Go ahead, T Hawk. <laughs> yeah, cocktails. Yeah, yeah. I, um, I had never been, I had never been privy to this kind of conversation ever before. And this was something that, you know, they had a couple of drinks, so they started talking about, and they put, they stuck the pinky finger up. Mm-hmm. And that's the how they pinky. used to. That's how they used to just. Describe certain men, <laughs> and then they would just run their names off, and then they would tell me, "Yeah, this is what happens when you show up with one of these. How you never get invited back." I mean, it was all—I mean, it was crazy. <laughs> and then they brought up somebody that I knew. Oh, <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> but she told me, she said, "This is what we do now. We get." She said, "For you." Since you've never heard a conversation like this before, you know it's it, it, it's it's foreign. I said, but she, she said, but the women, they sit down, they talk about it on the regular, especially if somebody ain't packing, especially if they can't do it right. They will sit down and talk, and you'll never know. You will you never know because they you know, they won't say it to you. They'll find a way. You just for some strange reason you ain't getting the call back. If you get the booty one time and you don't get called back again. Something happened. They don't keep it to themselves, and they go and tell somebody else. This is what she told me. Yo, That's that. Yeah, yeah. You just walked into a monkey wrench, and I don't even know if you know or not. Okay. But, <laughs> and I'm gonna tie everything you said together to the monkey wrench. And the Be monkey careful. wrench is. Be yeah, careful. Yeah. What time? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. We we in a good time now. Um. <laughs> but yeah, the, and the monkey wrench this evening is brought to you by the Marriage Communication Conference. Challenge brought to you by HouseholdStress.com and all that jazz. But um, I want to drop a monkey wrench to what T-Hawk was explaining over dinner. And here's the question. Who on here trusts their wife just to go out, you know, again, there's no infidelity, you know, everything is good. So who on here trusts their wife to go out with an old boyfriend for dinner? Oh, specifically, specifically the old boyfriend that used to blow her back out. So, you know, not the one where they're holding up the pinky. You know, they they probably didn't expose the ones like, yeah, that dude right there, you know, he was bringing it. See, Rodney, now I know you, you've been tapping that weed. <laughs> no. no doubt. No doubt. No doubt. That's a no-no, period. You need to ask that monkey wrench. That's a no-no, period. No dinner really? with the ex-boyfriend. You don't, so, so wait, you don't trust your wife to go out with no, an no old dinner with the ex-boyfriend? She's married you. First, first of all, married you. Married. It ain't the wife, me, and it's me Negro. You have lost your ever-loading mind. <laughs> so that's a no-go, huh? That's a no-go. <laughs> okay. Um, okay. Uh, let me ask you a question, Rodney. Let me ask you a question, yeah. Rodney. Yes, sir. So yes, you asked that question as if you agree with the trust factor in your relationship with your wife. Now, would you trust your wife? He don't. He's just throwing it out there. Trust me. He ain't. He <laughs> right. 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 Okay. 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 He knows. Okay. He don't know. <laughs> I'm with y'all on this. Oh, okay. No. Okay. Okay. <laughs> it ain't even no. You know, 
don't want to have hey, hey Rodney, no. let me add something to this. Yeah. We were talking to a couple, and the woman, um, ex-boyfriend called her and just wanted to go for a walk. Showed up at the house, husband there, and she went to with a walk with the ex-boyfriend. Mm-mm. Wow. What? Yeah, a lot of balls to do that. Well, what kind of respect? What kind of respect? What kind of? Respect? I told the brother, I was like, "You better you to me, cause I'ma beat his ass." You ain't lying. What kind of respect? Oh, I stuffed him to the door on the at the door to the left. But what what kind of respect level? Cause you know, I just had I got called last night about three o'clock in the morning with the same kind of stuff. You know, a dude a wife wanted to be on Facebook, and uh, and she was you know. Uh, going out with some of her uh, her friends, uh, her ex boyfriends, and they just got married. But she going out with some of the, her ex, one of her ex boyfriends, just communicating with them. You know, she'll say something, and he'll kind of wink back or poke back or whatever it's called on Facebook. And um, and it's just, it was just, uh, she want to get all in his business, saying, okay, you can't be friends with your ex girlfriend. But when he does the same thing, it's um, it's a double standard. Now, well, see, first of, of all, we know how the man, the men's mind works. Ain't no just friends. Okay, it's a status call. They're pulling up, trying to see where they can get in. So we know. We know. And sometimes women don't know what we know. Yeah, but I, I know y'all. Hey, hey, excuse, and, excuse me, Andrew. Andrew, ahead. how did that relationship go when the guy went to the guy's house? What, what, what happened with that? Did he get well, beat up? I told the brother, you're stronger than me because I would have beat his ass. You know, she went for a walk with him and did that thing, and, and he was cool. You know, he wasn't cool, but he, he put up with it. Now, I wouldn't have put up with it. Well, who are you going to beat? Did you tell him that? I mean, who, 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 who I told you him that. <laughs> My wife said, you can't get emotionally involved. I said, I'd have beat his ass. But wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Hold on a second. Hold on, hold on Andrew. Hold on. I take you to be a very intelligent man, okay? If your wife chooses to go for a walk with another man, or they used to be with him, another man. Uh, you know, we from the school of checking the hoes. We don't check the pimp. Okay? So why would you get on him instead of getting on your wife? Because she knows you, she's married to you. She yeah, but got I, I got to bring it to him that he ain't calling here. But shouldn't your wife be the one, the one that's out of pocket? You know, I, I, hey, you got to check her. But you got to let the you got you got to let the dude know. Hey, mm-hmm. you ain't calling mm-hmm. me any. I'm I agree with that. There ain't no doubt about that. But, but what but I'm saying is, him, I, we I gonna have a that. conversation. We can have a conversation. Hey, hey, ain't no, I don't care who it is. We gonna. See, I don't trust any dude because I'm a dude. So <laughs> you go to the man. So see, I'm gonna check the wife. But me and dude are having a conversation. That phone will never ring again. I don't never. think so. Again. No, that's not true. That's not I'm true. telling you. That may if not be man, true. Okay, if me if and him man, are going to have a conversation. Okay, listen, check this out, Andrew. If a man tells you, and this happened with my ex-wife, I, I checked the dude that she was she was calling, and, and, and she continued to call him, and when I called him back because I seen my, his name on my um, – on my phone bill, that's when we used to, back in the day, you used to get your phone bill with all the numbers pre-recorded. <laughs> right. They got that when online. I got that, <laughs> yeah, when I got that number, I said, here's the same number. I told this dude not to call my house or not to call this, this cell phone or whatever it was. And I called him and I said, look, didn't I tell you 
not to call my phone anymore. He said, man, as long as she called me, I'm going to pick up and I'm going to keep talking. Now, what am I to do with somebody? That means because I can't check him at that point because he's absolutely 150 right. You know, well, you know, you got to do what you got to do. But what you going to beat him up for? It's only going to be another day. I, I just said you got to check him. I didn't say you got to beat him up. What are, you no, you got to check him. Now, no, no, you, you just you know, you you said you would get him. I mean, now you're going to threat. You're a Christian, and now you're threatening man's life. You can't do that anymore. I didn't yeah, say yeah, yeah, life. Yeah. Just because I got to beat him up. I mean, I got to threaten his life. You I'm just said you beat him up, Andrew. You just said you were going to beat him up, Andrew. I just said I'm going to check him. No, no. But I'm talking about before. Now, you said now if the woman is going out there, you just you just got to do what you got to do. I mean, you got to let it go. You got to say, you know, the same for me. Okay, well, she's, what I was... if she's reaching out to him and, and and running out there trying to you know trying to hold him. You just you got to do what you got to do. Now some guys are okay with their woman be you know being a hoe, and that's I'm not saying it's wrong. No man is okay with that. Well, no, 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 okay with that. No, no, no. Let me, let me, let me, let me, let me. No, 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 wait, 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 wait. That's not true. I have met some men that have sat in my living room that are okay with that. And that's cool. That's not this man. But some men are okay as long as the women don't leave. That's true. He's right. He's right. Yeah, I ain't never met a man, please. Yeah, well, why they in your house then? Why why are you why are you counseling somebody who got that kind of problem? There's some yeah. dudes, I'm just yeah, telling yeah, you. Yeah, We're not talking about this dude. I'm talking about some man. dudes are okay as long as she doesn't leave. And yeah, Andrew, we that, Andrew, case in point, case in point, an older man has got a younger woman. Mm-hmm. You already know I ain't gonna be able to run with the young boys. So long as you come home with me, come home with me in a day or two, I'm good. He's sixty-two. She's twenty-six. Yeah. And you know he knows. So he needs. You know she needs somebody gonna pound it for four hours. I'm good for fifteen minutes and eight hours of sleep. (laughs) (laughs) I want to reverse that situation. Um, if I might, and you know, because sure. I, I know y'all, and so would would your wife trust you to have dinner with an old girlfriend? Now I know y'all. I know you ain't gonna go smash. I know it ain't gonna be nothing like that. But would your wife trust you to go have dinner with an old girlfriend? No, no, no. Rather, no. Can, I, can, I, can I use the word say, hell to the no. <laughs> So no interaction with I'd be calling girl. you and Christine and be like, look, look, I need some counseling, man. I need some counseling. <laughs> I mean, I mean, so no I'm, interaction with the, yeah. you. But you ask that question. You ask that question without giving a valid reason why anybody would go have dinner with their ex and be married. Right, right, right. You understand? Why would anybody even do it? What reason would you have? Now, if it was me and my ex-wife wanted to have dinner with me, to talk about the kids, to, you know, to talk about. I, I tried which, that with my. I tried that with my, my ex-wife. She but I tried that with I my. Well, I tried that with my ex-wife, and she needed. To, she wanted to talk, and my and my wife said, "If anybody gonna go, it's gonna be us going, because if she <laughs> needs to three, talk, y'all. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be three of us because if she needs to talk, 
then it's, it's I'm included in this thing too. So and, and if I and if at that point I had to say if I said no, you can't go, then it would seem like it was something that was going to be up. You know, vice is my my my. But my from my ex point of view, she's like that's not your wife yet. And I was like, well, true, but this is the one I'm one I'm going to be with. She said it doesn't matter. It's me and your children right now. It's not. She ain't got nothing to do with this. So. I was in a cash twenty two. Either I lose who I was with, or you know, because I, I didn't want it. Because I didn't know we didn't know if the children was gonna live with my ex wife or me, and we was going back and forth with that. But in the meantime, between time, we wanted to discuss the the, the affairs of the children. But my 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 wife never she had an agenda, so that's what her reasons was. You know, hey, I want to go because she might try to get you back, or she might try something, and I want to be there. So ultimately, I end up bringing my my wife, my current wife, and, you know, it was just downhill from there because it, it, it wasn't, that's not what, she didn't want to talk about the kids, mm. you know. Right. And women know women better than men do. So so she's like, you know, I had to I had to trust my, my current wife that her judgment was, you know, right on, spot on, you know, actually spot on because she said she's trying to do this and she's trying to do that. I say, no, nah, no, nah, she know I don't want her no more. She knows she done made <laughs> commitment to another man. But when we got there, she was livid because, you know, she was in lingerie. And, I, you know, it, it was it was terrible. Yeah, but, but, you know, I mean, you talk about that, that thing and that, you know, I understand not being able to, you know, go out with your ex and have dinner. I understand not getting the the, the okay to that. But some people on this call, their spouse won't even let them have a a, a friend of the opposite sex. Why? Why? A friend, a, a friend of the opposite sex. Because we had this conversation before, and some people said, "Nah, man, my wife can't have a male friend, and she won't let me have a female friend." I don't think there's any need for. There it is. If you call him out, go ahead, brother. Speak on it. He was quick with it too, right? (laughs) Yeah, go ahead, brother. Go ahead. Go ahead. Get him. Get him. Get him. There's no need for it, right? No, there ain't. There's no need for anybody of the opposite sex. I don't find myself alone, whether I'm with somebody or not. I don't find myself alone with a woman. Period. If I'm not dating that woman. I don't find myself alone with her because you never know what her intentions is. And I said a friend now. Friend or not, I don't find myself alone with her. It can be a friend that you have for years. I don't find myself alone with no woman. Then it it should be you. That that friend, that friend should become you and your wife's friend. True. Yeah, yeah. But you shouldn't be alone with her. Until your wife get to get to the point where she trusts you and trusts her. Whether she trusts you and trusts her or not, you shouldn't be alone with her. True, Period. true, but yeah. I don't agree with that. I mean, I got a few enough, I got a couple of them, and I'll, I'll go over their house and hang out and, and come on home. And call my wife, tell her where I'm at. They got a husband nope. around there. Nah, neither one of them got home. <laughs> so you just going to hang out at a single friend's house? That's not good. 
Wow. Yes, y'all need to y'all need to get on that. I, yeah. Oh, okay. Man, I couldn't do that to y'all. Wow. You could. You know, I I, I heard it on to a, a, a Christian talk program. What I heard it on. And the pastor, the guy said, he was a pastor. He'd been married for twenty some years. He had to get to a airport trip. He had to get to the plane. And the only person left to take him was a woman. And, you know, he wouldn't let that woman take him. He called, he called and called and called till he got a man to ride with them. Because well, he, he, he had felt that it's not right for him to be alone with a woman. He had trust issues himself. I don't think that's it's a trust underlying. issue. I yeah, yeah. Well, I don't know if that's trust issue or if that's it's just being prepared for. Um, no, no. Either you're going to go or you ain't. Women are tricky, man. You know women are tricky, man. They no, get up no. and down, Come they on, wait man. for a vulnerable moment, and they die right Don't in. sell yourself short. Either you're going to hit it or you ain't, period. Either you're going to cheat or you're not. Either you're going to get tempted or you're not. If you do, well, why you put yourself in that situation? Because you, But if you got no control, that's like being an alcoholic. You ain't going to go to the bar because you're going to know, well, you know, I might, I might drink. So I shouldn't yeah. be there. But if you're not an alcoholic, you can go to the bar. You can be a designated driver, right? It's the same thing. Okay, so the only way, <laughs> okay, then no, so the only no, way you should not. be alone with a woman because I'm gonna tell you what, ninety nine point nine percent of men are addicted to women. Yeah, but either you're gonna hit it. The other point one percent is, you know, they don't like women at all. So no, no, <laughs> but you gotta have control yeah. over it. I mean, at some point, you know, if you're hanging out with a girl. And you want to hit it, and if she tempts you, you're going to hit it. I mean, let's just say she, she's fat. Let's just say she's very unattractive. Are you going to hit it? No. <laughs> well, I was going to say desperate times. You have a problem with that. You'll be like, I'm out. Yeah, yeah, we had fun. I'm out. Go home with my wife. A man is only as good as his options, man, half the time. If you have an option to hit it, you may hit it. <laughs> but does I mean does y'all's exes I mean going back to y'all's exes um, what kind of interaction is approved I mean can y'all be Facebook friends can y'all do text messaging can y'all you know do face chat Skype you know phone calls like what what's what's deemed appropriate in your house you know when it comes to dealing with you know the the, the exes what kind of communication exes. you know you, we know y'all well, I mean in my house no. yeah. Pretty basic well, rule. Be a Facebook friend. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I was gonna say in my house, it's a pretty simple rule. You can't be Facebook friends with anybody you had a physical relationship with. That's pretty simple, right. and that sounds wonderful. And let's get kids together. Huh? And then, like, then where do you go with that? What just? What was the question? If you got kids together, though. Yeah, but you got kids together. Why are you friends on Facebook? <laughs> so you can message your friends on Facebook with all my, my children's mothers. <laughs> so, well, you you know what I'm saying? I mean, because uh, the only thing you really get out of Facebook is like views, little jokes, and little quirky sayings and selfies and crap like that. I mean, kids, that's a cell phone call. Hey, Johnny is sick, and uh, you know I don't know how Facebook facilitates that. Oh, uh, well, that, see, I use Facebook more for the messaging 
than just yeah. Ah, okay, okay. Well, yeah. If you use it for that, then yeah, I guess that would be the exception. And you could poke them too. You could poke them. <laughs> yeah, don't you get that poke your ex, I guess. But. <laughs> you can poke your ex. There you you go. already poked yeah, it. I want to get it. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> can I say something? Can I say something? Oh, go ahead. Go gentlemen. ahead, Miss Lady. Go ahead, Miss Lady. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. Um, one of the reasons why I had to close my Facebook account is because there were too many gentlemen who are married and they were messaging me constantly telling me how sexy I am, and I would just reply, why don't you tell your wife? And, you know, just just being just downright disrespectful. I even one time told a gentleman um, that I was going to Facebook his wife if he didn't stop because it was just ridiculous. Every time I would post a picture, he would have something to say in the message box. It just got to be too much. You're so good looking. <laughs> oh, that ugly picture. Yeah, put on a burka or something. You know, yeah, he's in that deep fridge. Married guys have made it hard for a burka around me. I mean, Hold it's on. not like I'm, I'm, you know, trying. I'm so fine or whatever. It's just they are my ex-boyfriends and they are married and miserable and they feel like they can fulfill some fantasy yeah. with me. And I'm yeah. not gonna. I'm not putting up with that. I'm just. Yeah. I'm your, you your ex girlfriend for a reason. You had any pictures on Facebook of you in a bikini? I have never posted anything like that. You haven't. So everything that you got up there is very respectful and just. It nice. is nothing. Nothing provocative. Nothing showing hardly any skin. I don't even own a bathing suit. So the pictures that they would see would just be. Me out having a good time with my friends, you know, right. and a, and a cute Not you and yoga pants, anything like that, right? Me and my what? Yoga pants. No, no. <laughs> I never pants. took a picture. I've never taken a picture in yoga pants. I just, I dress really nicely, and so uh, I just fill up my clothes. That's all I can say. I fill them up. So you do, you do take in tight jeans, though, right? I try not to take full body length pictures now. Well, we get the point, we get the point. <laughs> well but you know, uh, guys, we, like we really, pictures, we don't do that. There's a reason why she's getting all the attention, you know. Well, but like because they guys, have a really, good memory. That's, that's they have a really good memory. That's why. Oh, there it is. Ooh, there it is. Good they went left. Oh. No, it doesn't mean they have the good memory. I'm the one that left. Oh, touche, touche. So you saying ain't nobody ever? You saying they the dudes on Facebook? Not none of them broke up with you. If they friend me, no. Okay. Well, so these so, I want you back. Now? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've even had one of my exes tell me I'll leave my wife if you just say the word. But did you accept the friend request? That's great. I told him he was a fool and don't talk to me that way, but, you know. But you didn't you didn't accept their friend request. Who? Right. From from you the ex- obviously have long-term long-term friendships cuz these guys were single, they dated you, they got married and still stayed stayed friends. Yeah, mm. some of them I did. Some of them found me. Some of them I remained friends with over the years. But it just seems like in recent years, in the last couple of years, um, it's been a shift 
and I don't know. They've just been paying extra attention to me. And now, have, have that, you been married? Yeah, yeah, I was. Mm. Yeah, because at a lot of people, you know, when it comes to you know these sort of things, um, they have a, a simple policy, you know, when it comes to this. No new friends. 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 That's it. That's the policy. That's it. That's the policy that was worth. And I, and, but, and I have that policy in my marriage. No yeah. new friends. Amen. Old friends, if I know them coming in, yeah, all right, cool. No, no new friends. That's a no problem. new friends. Exactly. That's why they made a song about it. No new friends. Um, but is trust, getting back on the topic of trust, um, is trust given conditionally or unconditionally? Is trust given conditionally or unconditionally? You got to earn it. Okay, brother. For me. I think it'd be two edged sword. I think trust could be conditional. And it just really depends on the person, you know, and you have to know your heart. Where, where do you want to be? Where, you know, where are you going? So I think trust is the highest form of communication in a relationship when you trust someone. It really, you can't say it lightly. It has to be learned over a period of time through trial and error. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think Hello? it's conditional because... Yeah, what's up, brother? Um, hey, how you doing? This is Dwayne from last week. Hey, what's up? Yeah, welcome back, brother. Yeah, I think it's Appreciate conditional you. because um, you have to first be trustworthy to receive trust. So mm-hmm. there are some conditions there. You just can't be... You know, willy nilly, or like Andrew said, gunslinging, or you know, and expect to get some trust. You know, it don't it don't work like that. I think you know? the trust is is like if in a relationship when you're, if it's a dating relationship, that's the time where the trust is developed, and so the trust is. I've shown that I that you can you know trust me, and if you're talking, one of the things I wanted to mention, you you all were talking about trust. And just as it relates to uh, sexual issues or cheating issues, and I think trust in a relationship is so much bigger than that because in most marriages, they don't break up because of infidelity. Most of the people that I counsel, it has nothing to do with infidelity. So there are trust issues that aren't connected to uh, cheating. I, you know, Do you have trust issues with, do I trust you to, you know, keep your word? Do I trust you to go to work? Do I trust you? You know, those things are oftentimes more uh, they happen more often in a relationship uh, Mm -hmm. than just the uh, issues of trusting in terms of uh, infidelity. And those are the issues that along with uh, infidelity, but I think those are the things that are are earned in the dating relationship. I'm going to spend some time with you to see if I can trust that you say you're going to be here. You're supposed to be at 4 o'clock. You don't show up till 4.30. So you do that four or five times. I can't trust your word. I can't trust that you really care about me enough to be mm-hmm. here when you say you're going to be here. That's when you learn it to see if you're going to, you know, deal with that in a long-term relationship. Uh, you know, if that's the way it is in the, in the before you get married, if that's where you're going it's likely it's going to be that way afterwards. So you can't really complain and get upset because, you know, you knew that. People show you who they are. I believe it was Maya Angelou said, when people show you who they really are, believe them. Mm-hmm. And so 
they show you if they're trustworthy in the time when you're dating, in the time when you're talking, when you're time when you're dealing. They show you if they can be depended upon. Mm-hmm. And it's not. If I show somebody that I can't be trusted, and they go on and deal with me, you know, I am who I am, but they have to carry some responsibility that the relationship is jacked up. And if I yeah. may, you guys were talking about, uh, I know this is retro, you guys were mentioning, uh, somebody mentioned a preacher not having anybody to pick him up, and uh, one of the brothers mentioned he had trust issues. That's not necessarily so. I do my best not to spend any time alone with uh, females, with other females, you know, and this is my sister or somebody close like that, because of the image that goes mm-hmm. with pastors. I've never cheated on my wife, but there are pastors that have, and so I'm a minister, so people look at me and say, those preachers. Mm-hmm. And so that's why I don't know this gentleman, but that's likely why he did that. So he would not yeah. add so anything to that. Is, so what you're saying is, if you had to catch a flight, and you had no other ride but a female, she could have been in the congregation. She could have been someone that's a that's a, a bookkeeper at your um, office, or whatever the case may be. You would not let this female take you to the airport. You go to well, the in, rea- in reality, it probably would, it wouldn't. Right, it wouldn't come to that extreme because if you don't have no other male friends that could take you to the airport, you got bigger issues. <laughs> no, that, no, 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 it is not like it is not likely. It is not likely that. That is the only person that could take you, unless you know people at work or whatever case might be. But you know, saying, but let let's say well, no. Let's call it what it is. Let's say that that's the case. You've got no other males to take you to. I mean, they're busy. They're playing golf. They're working. Whatever the case may be, you got this flight. You got to make it. And you don't have anybody. If I thought it was going to be an issue, if I really thought it was going to be an issue and a, a problem with my image, I'd take a cab. Now, yeah, that's literally, a yellow cab. Now, see, if, well, if, if, that, if I thought it was going to be an issue, it would not be an issue with me. But if I, because of that, if I thought it was going to be an issue, yeah, I take a, I take a cap, rather than put myself in a position where something may happen or my reputation would be uh, messed up. So, so I take a cap. Would with that situation would it happen? The guy was a traveling preacher. Right. The preacher, the pastor had set up his ride was the secretary, his secretary, you know, and that's what had happened, and it was set up that way. But and the way it ended up, the pastor ended up coming back and and taking him to the, you know, and he said even if there was a second woman to ride with him, they would have been fine. It's just someone to vouch for exactly. Your, your 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 integrity. Exactly. I don't get that. I don't get well, that. Well, well, it, it, I just don't. Well, and I and I and I understand that, but because of uh, there's a, a principle from a book I used to run my life, the scriptures that says, uh, stay away from the very appearance of evil. If you're if you know if it is an issue, if it's something that you know it can be a problem. Why would you put, you know, I couldn't put myself in that position because of the fact that that's 
unfortunately, that's what people think of preachers. They're, mm-hmm. they're thieves and they're uh, skirt chasers. Sure. That's what so, even, so that's what people even, think even, of Christian people, period. I, I mean, I'm sorry? It's just, that's what people think of Christian people, Christian men, period. Exactly. You know, More so not, preachers. It's, it's been my experience, maybe because I'm in that area. And you right. may be right overall, but just because that's my field of reference, I think more so. And the image of preachers is not the best because that's all you hear about. But, at the, but you know, to, to to not put yourself in a position where you are seen as, you know, not being trustworthy. You know, mm-hmm. you do what you have to do, even though trust, as I said earlier, trust in a, in a marriage is much bigger than just, you know, infidelity. But, you know, that's one, that's one area. But I think the bigger areas, I'm glad my wife trusts me in areas, you know, that are greater than just the question of infidelity. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's what I was going to bring out because that's that's the point you made earlier. I mean, it, it, building trust, you know, is basically about creating safe emotional space for your wife. You know, which was which you alluded to earlier is that you know you have to create that safe space for her to, you know, just she has to be feel safe. And you know, if you're constantly working, if you're not constantly working to build safe emotional space. You're actually building unsafe emotional space. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'll yeah. say that again in case you missed it. I know it's late. But if you're not constantly <laughs> working to build a safe emotional space for your wife, for you, for you, for your home, you could actually be building an unsafe <laughs> emotional space. Mm-hmm. You know. Right. Great. Yeah. Give us an example. I mean, the guy gave an example. Like, be. Do what you say you're going to do. Be where you say you're going to be. You know, if, she can trust you with your word. Like, if you say you're going to do something, you do it. You're there. You, I mean, you're on time. You're punctual. I mean, it's those little, and as we said, my job is like small successes lead to big successes. You know, so when you do want to go. Is that still going to get you the trust that you're looking for, the trust that you need from her? I think that's if your question. If you're, if you're building and demonstrating that you can trust me, to go to work and do my best to pay the bills, or you can trust me to be where I said I'm going to be when I'm going to be there. And even if I mess up, I messed up trying to do the right thing. My mess, my motive was right. I've made errors before in terms of businesses or functions that I've tried to do, but my wife knew that I messed up, or I think John Maxwell calls it failing forward. Mm. I my motive was to do the right thing, but I made a bad choice or it just didn't work out. So that didn't diminish my trust her trust level because she saw that I was trying to do the right thing. It just didn't work out. And so I gotcha. think as you said, that's building I'm building trust because if I'm not showing that I can be trusted, I'm in fact, like you said, showing that I can't. So the intentions are well. You get an A for effort. Pretty much. Yeah. Right. Got it. Got it. Now, you can't always do it. Yeah. Well, yeah. All you can't always fall on that, but, but but it's a start. <laughs> I got you. Right, right. That's not what you're going to do all the time. Yeah, <laughs> but it's, it's a time. start. Yeah. You know, you got to hit, yeah. you got to, you got to hit a home. You got to get on base sometime. You can't strike out. <laughs> oh, he swang that bat real good. Baby, you swang real good. But you can't strike <laughs> out. So, no. 
You got to connect. You got to connect sometime. You know. Yeah. So I mean, speaking of connections, you know, what are some? How can a couple create a safe emotional space? Like, what are some tips to create that safe emotional space? As it relates to trust. Yes. Oh. Being able to. How about that? Oh, <laughs> That'll yeah. help. Don't cheat. <laughs> Don't cheat. That'll help. But uh, I mean, just what we said earlier. Um, show them that you are in their corner. Show that I can depend on you to, you know, to do the things and communicate. Communicate. Okay, I'm have. I'm not good at this, whatever this is. But help me get better. That says that acknowledges that I don't do this well. So when I don't do it well, you will not be upset with me right off because I told you and I need help, but you know that I'm working on it. So we can work on this together. Mm-hmm. You said I'm, the, I'm making an effort. The, you said the, the, the big word there, and that's communicate, you know, because we, right. we have to take responsibility to to clearly express our needs and and be assertive. You know, and oftentimes we don't do that. Me, myself, I'm, I'm very guilty of it. Um, but what are some reasons that, you know, men don't clearly express their needs, you know, to their wife? What, what, women what are don't some reason all the time. I don't think that they, okay. they really fully understand the concept. Say again? I said I don't think they comprehend very well that their emotions right. get in the way. Right. They don't receive and, it well. A lot. And, we're not, and we're not trying to go there. And since we're not trying to go there, we're just like, you know what? I'm not gonna, <laughs> I'm not gonna waste my time trying to explain this one to you because you're gonna, you're gonna go wacko, you know, if I try to tell you I'm trying to do this and you're not understanding what I'm talking about. So it's just not, it's a pointless conversation. So I'll just, I'll just do it first and then explain to you in the outcome after you see what was, what's going on actually, what actually happened, you know. And part so it's of that more like is we're off- afraid of rejection. No, not the rejection. It's just that you don't feel like explaining, you know, a million things, and then you end up arguing about nothing, and and things are going to be okay anyway. Because when a woman don't trust a man, not even if she trust don't trust him or not, she just asks too many, so many questions that it's unnecessary. It's just like, will you shut up? You know, but you don't want to tell you like that. But it just always been seems like being like, you know, hey, I gotta. I, I don't really feel like explaining this to you because you're not going to understand. It's like my wife, she, she asks me questions about my job all the time, and here I am talking in circles because I can't really tell her what I do. And and But she wants to communicate. But I'm like, I love you for trying to communicate with me. Okay, let me try to explain this to you in, the, in, in, in a dumbed-down way. So I do that, and she still don't get it. And I'm like, look, can we talk about something else? Because you're not going to get this, you know. She don't already understand computers, and then she try to try to understand what I'm talking about. It just don't work, and I'm like, we can't have this conversation. <laughs> well, unfortunately, go, on, I'm sorry. go ahead, though. go ahead, brother. Go no, ahead, go ahead. There is there is there is some uh, truth to that. The communication issues are the biggest issues, and oftentimes because and I heard it, someone put it this way. Uh, men communicate in sentences. Women communicate in paragraphs. And sometimes, you know, they want all the details. And I'm like, I went to the corner and I turned left. 
And so, and and then sometimes they, you know, deal with things, you know, differently. I heard a guy give a story, like if you and I were at dinner, I, you know, we were at the house at dinner and you cooked the steak and I ate it and I said, where'd you get this from? You'd say, at the market. If you asked a woman that, she'd say, why? Because her perspective is a little bit, I mean, they're already, I tell my wife, they're, they're already at third base because when I'm having conversation with my wife, I'm, you know, trying to be um, systematic. And she's already going to the third base, to the why of it, not really dealing with the steps to get there. So sometimes the communication is different because they're thinking of it in terms of how they feel, and you're talking about, we're talking about the system of it. But, you know, sometimes, and that's just, you know, unfortunately that's just the way it is. So the answer to that is either... Either you're not going to talk or we can find some middle ground. Okay, I'm going to have this conversation, but the rules are you got to stay with me. The rules are whatever they mean. Find some middle ground so that we can have a good conversation because when I was young and stupid, when I first got married, I just get frustrated. No, we can't talk. But then she's frustrated because she wants to talk. And it is frustrating to try to explain something to someone, and you know they're not going to get it, but they want to talk. Right. Well, why do you want to talk when we know you're not going to get what I'm saying? Because I want to spend time with you. <laughs> and that's like so we have to find something common to talk about or yeah, agree that like, I'm just going to tell you this much of it and we're not going to deal with the rest. Yeah, and that's like Darren said. It's like, well, you just. What do you say, Darren? Shit. Oh. Shut I mean, up, man. <laughs> <laughs> you can't say that in the middle of conversation, man. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you were thinking, but you can't say that. You were thinking it. Oh, yeah, we are, we all thinking it. <laughs> yeah, and, and, and speaking of thinking that, you know, um, speaking of trust, th- does knowing how to fight fair have anything to do with building trust in a marriage? Does knowing how yes, to sir. fight fair have anything to do with building trust in a marriage? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, I would agree. Yeah. That's Why um so? that's I mean, you don't want to um I mean, I, I you know, we we all know people that 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 don't fight fair. I mean, you know, when they get mad and they say, "Okay, you made me hit you or you made me call you the B word or you made me do this or you made me do that when you said this." And you know, you can't don't if you speak about my mother cuz cuz women, I'm gonna tell you they some women I ain't gonna say all of them. And you know I don't want to talk against them, but you know some of, some women think that they can say things, and they have every right to say things like uh, they can call you a punk b, right? And then if you say your mama is a punk b, it's yeah. like you just you just you know you just killed their whole soul. You know, so right. the fighting fair thing, I think that the men, I think that women leave it up to the men to be more mature in that, in that department than they are because they feel like, well, you know I'm emotional, and that would be their excuse. That's a cop-out, but that won't stop it from being their, their excuse. Well, and, and, and that is, there is some truth to that, and depending on uh, where you want to go, and, uh, you know, again, my perspective is usually theological because that's where I come from. If you want to go that perspective, we should be because if we're the leader of the home, 
and all that good stuff, we should lead in that. Now, that's, that's true. That's true. It's not always easy to do. Right. And, again, I do it better now at 54 than I did when I was 24. <laughs> Yeah, but a lot of people, a lot of people don't don't think that. Hey, I got I'm fighting the principality here when she's calling me all these names, or when she's up in my face, or when she's throwing stuff at me. So I'm going against the principality, and I can't beat this flesh with my flesh because one of us are going to end up getting in trouble. So you know, at the same time that you know, when after everything calmed down, your excuse cannot be. Uh, well, you know how I get when when this happens, or you know you made me say that. I mean, we can't right, both right. play that game, you know. One of us got to step up, and more, normally that's the husband in the relationship. You know, it's required by God for him to be the one to step up because he's going to come to the man and say, hey, check your wife, you know. You asked to marry her, this is yours, check it. Yeah, And it helps, and it helps build trust because in the fighting fair, even in fighting fair, you should, you know, I can still, we should, she should still be able to trust me and I should be able to trust her that, okay, we're disagreeing on this and we're arguing about it, but I'm not going to say anything intentionally to hurt you. Well, she ought to be go, able to trust me that I'm not going to intentionally say something to hurt you. Let, let me ask this monkey ranch. Have mm-hmm. any one of us ever called our wives the B word out of this unfair argument or this no. this this no. unhealthy um, argument. No, no. Now has no. she ever? Yeah. And that never even crossed called, my mind. That never okay, even crossed have, my have, mind. Have she ever called you some words like talking about your private parts in 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 wording, or uh, talking about your manhood, or talking about you a punk or a fag? Or talking about you in a derogatory way, uh, a way uh, in a retaliation method because she's angry. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Got a yes. For me, Go yeah. ahead, bro. Go ahead. Go ahead, bro. Yeah. Well, no. He asked, "Has it ever happened?" And yes, it, ha- it has, has happened. It was uh, reactionary. It was early in a relationship. Uh, so yes, it it has happened because anger and you know. Mm-hmm. Vengeance. Say things you don't mean. I'm sorry? You just say things you don't mean. Yes. And so, and that happens because of a lot of different reasons. Uh, Again, immaturity, uh, not controlling emotions, uh, Mm -hmm. frustrated with certain things, uh, you know, all those things. So it has, it has happened. And, but thankfully, you know, again, we matured. Now let me ask you a question. Ask the reason the reason why I asked that question is because she has said some things and called you out of that name, right? Derogatory things. Derogatory yep. things. Yeah. But you you didn't do it in retaliation. Do no. you think it would be forgiven as easily if you were to call her the name that name, that derogatory name at the same time she called you that derogatory name? No, no. 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 It wouldn't have been forgiven as easily. I mean, I already know that. <laughs> so, so now do they now? Because if they bring up this past, you know, they, women have a problem with not forgiving. If they really didn't forgive you, it's gonna come up ten years later. About remember that time you had you you slapped me, baby. That was that was when I was not 
saved, and that was when, you know, we had just got married, and that was right. When and I was drinking, or whatever the case may be, right? Yeah, that, that's when you spit in me, in my, in my eye. You know, that, you spit in my mouth. You know, I swallowed that. You know, and but they don't remember their side. They just remember the side that you presented to them. And that's why there has to be some, uh, you know, maturing. Some things they forget, some things they won't, and then some things, you know, okay, we we mature past, and then moving towards, as I was saying the other time, uh, there has to be a focus of moving towards partnership because I'm not going to hurt my partner, and then the whole concept of the two shall become one. And unfortunately, most people don't believe that when they get married. It's said and involved, but most people don't believe that right. because I'm not going to, unless I'm, you know, really masochistic, I'm not going to stab myself. I'm not going to intentionally do anything to hurt Dwayne. So therefore, I shouldn't intentionally do anything to hurt Cheryl because Cheryl is supposed to be part of Dwayne. And so that part of the, the, the way to handle that is to have a real and you know if you're already married this may be you know something you have to work towards it's best to do it before you get married obviously a real understanding of what to be one means and covenant and all of that and so that's you know for some people that's too I don't know spiritual theological it's too deep it's too it's, it's, it's has nothing to do with the wedding. I think you or one of you all said last week that if the person already has the wedding date set, it doesn't matter what happened, they're going to get married. And so understanding, you know, what you just said has to be done in terms of focusing on partnership. And partners ought to be able to trust one another. If I'm going down the center lane and you're on the right wing, you have to be able to trust that, okay, there's a defensive man in front of me. You have to be able to trust that I'm going to pass you the ball and not try to run over this guy because it would make more sense for me to dish it to the right where you are because I want to I want to win, not just score. Mm. The read we have to have Yeah, we have to have that understanding when we go into, into a marriage, you know. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, most people don't have that. Yeah, and you said something huge. Um, you know, you talked about maturity, and you said specifically, you know, partners need to be able to trust each other. Um, does your wife trust you on the internet? Yeah, I'm on right. the internet every day. Yeah, but for some guys, while she's upstairs, you downstairs, you looking for big booty Judy. I don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. Right now, I don't well, if, if I if I had that issue, it wouldn't matter if it was the internet or the corner store or choir rehearsal. If I had that tendency, you know, not tendency, but if I had a problem with that, I mean, you know, if a tractor girl walked down the street, obviously I'm going to look at her, but I'm not chasing her. So again, if that was a problem that I had and my wife didn't trust me in that area, it wouldn't matter where it was. If it was internet. Or, you know, the market. Yeah. So if she can trust you. She should be able to trust you. Uh, and again, you have to build that. If you are the person that okay, let's you did have a problem with, you know, sneaking out or cheating, but you wanted to get it checked and under control. She has to be able to trust that you're working on it, and that's up to you to show her that. 
Well, you ought to trust me. Well, you ought to be trustworthy. Mm. You're saying, does your wife trust you not to look at porn? Yes. Does my wife trust me not to look at porn? Yes. Oh, I mean, was that the question, Rodney? Yes, that was the question, sir. What if your wife don't mind looking at porn? Well, you don't have an oh, issue, then. You don't have an issue? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying that she did have an issue with it. Like, you looking at Big Booty Judy again? What if she's shocked <laughs> if you're not looking at porn? Say again? Well, what else would you be looking at? I mean, what if what else what if she's shocked that you're not looking at porn? What if she's shocked that you're not? Yeah. Yeah, what do you mean uh, by that? I'm, what I mean she thinks is, all men do she thinks all men do that. So right. you just another man, so you doing it too. Absolutely. Or if she does it. And that, and she thinks it's crazy you don't. <laughs> right. Or or like or like so, or like you know, we were saying, she just assumes that all men do. So she's not shocked that you do. She's shocked that you don't because all of us do it in in their mind. That's like you know, all men are dot dot dot, yeah. and that's a bigger issue too because then she's putting you in a category. She's putting you in a category that you may not have uh, done anything to deserve to be put in that category. And so would you consider that a trust issue also? That she's lumped you with other guy, with every other male? Is that a trust mm. issue? That's strong. And, and I mean, every other male that she's dealt with. Well, and well see, I mean, that depends on the situation. I mean, if she... Oh, well, she's surprised that you, you don't do that and she's lumped you into this whole situation, you know, this whole... Scenario with all, you know all men do that, and then she finds out not all men do, and she still you know has a problem and is like she just don't trust that you won't do it and all that, or she accepts it you know then there's an issue when she lumps you in with everybody else, so you have to work. To show if I mean if that's something that 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 is that important to you, you have to trust. You have to work to show that you're not like everybody else. And because you know other guys have done that, she just assumes you are, and so they can that can cause bigger issues. I can uh, share something with you, and I was going to go ask my wife if it's okay, but. She already let me put it in the book, so I know it's okay. Earlier <laughs> in our career, so I mean, yeah, I wrote ahead. a book and put it in there. Uh, it went, earlier in our marriage, we, you know, young and stupid, so we would be uh, arguing, or as my friend says, intense fellowship, and then hmm. I would, you know, yell or whatever the case may be, and she would flinch, thinking I was going to hit her. Reason being, she was married before, and that person did it. So she assumed that I would. And so going back to what you said earlier, because other guys that she dealt with did that, I was in that category. Right. And so, again, the trust, I don't know that it was that she didn't trust me, Dwayne. She didn't trust guys. And so then I would get offended because I know I'm not going to hit her. And right. so that became a problem because rather than understanding why she reacted that way, I'm angry 
that she would think I would do that. And so we are having another argument <laughs> that has nothing to do with what we were arguing about in the first place. But and, another thing, called, though, and another thing, yeah, and another yeah. thing, Dwayne, is that, you know, women think all men cheat. You know, I think that they, that. yeah, and Andrew, Andrew's still on? Oh, he left. Got got too late for him. But, I mean, you know, looking back, you know, if with, with infidelity, Andrew spoke about it. Um, maybe you've experienced it, but, you know, when it comes to, you know, infidelity, does trust take a long time to build? but can be destroyed in the short amount of time it takes for you to orgasm. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Wait, no, you got to answer that question again. Oh, he just answered it too quick. <laughs> I said the uh, trust, I, I got it the first time. The... Yeah, I got it the first time. Does trust take a long time to build, but can be destroyed in the short amount of time it takes for you to orgasm? Yep. Yeah. You took years and whatever to build trust, and you went out and cheated one night, and that trust is destroyed. I don't, that's not. I don't think that's. I didn't get. That's what you're saying. I'm thinking that. You know, I think that I'm thinking that you're, you're asking, can it be all over, in 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 a period of time of an orgasm with your same wife that you just said that you know, hey, I don't trust you, or she don't trust you. Could it be all dissolved? In a sexual encounter with your wife, right? Is am I wrong? Aha! Uh-huh. There's another. No, there's I thought you wrench within within a monkey wrench. I, I was not talking about that, but I mean, <laughs> you can dissolve some stuff with that act, right? You know. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. That, that, that. <laughs> and well, I think, the, I, I, think the, I think the principle is the same. The time that it takes yeah. to build trust can be destroyed in you know that period of time because of you know all the things that you did to build the trust are all gone because of what you did that destroyed the trust. And then it's going to take even longer to build it back up. Now, you can recover from it, but it's just going to take some time. Well, I one mean, thing that, that me and my, if both you want to. One, one right. thing that me and my wife used to do, and I think, as a matter of fact, I think we was in the middle of an argument and I, when I first used to get on the call uh, this was my bath time, you know, and her and I used to take a bath these times, and that's our most. Uh, I think I, I think y'all overheard us taking a bath, and it was uh, we, it was we it was, we weren't trying to, but it was just the okay. fact. Okay, that's that another subject, a, brother. No, but, you know, because, 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 because <laughs> I'm glad you I'm glad you trust me enough. I'm glad you trust me enough to say that, but you know, we just met. <laughs> wow. That's good. I'm joking. I'm joking. What I'm saying is, when we do bathe and we're, we're and we're talking to each other, it's like the most intimate moments because right. you know, um, it, 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 it's not anything provocative. I mean, I mean, exotic or, or perverted, but we're right. just um, when we're when we're communicating. I can communicate, and as she found out, she can communicate better with me as we're both uh, naked before each other. And and that works a lot in. Now, and I'm not saying that, you know it works for everybody, but in my in in my marriage, uh, I can hear her clear, not because she's naked, but because she's she's trusting me to be mm. in that form 
and 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 that's the most prized form of a person. You know, well, that, that is deep. That's true intimacy, and intimacy again. I don't know. Intimacy is not necessarily about sex. Exactly, but right. that yes, intimacy that you just talked about is when okay, we're both. Uh, feeling each other, and not necessarily physically, but emotionally, spiritually. I know that, okay, you're listening, and you're, you know, you're concerned. We're, 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 we're right here. We're, we're, you know, we're communicating. And right. so that can happen with clothes on, with clothes off. That can happen, any, you know, anywhere we desire and decide that is going to happen. But that is the most, you know, uh, significant type of, Intimacy, and you're and you're we, at your most vulnerable state. You're at your most exactly. vulnerable state, and and, and exactly. we're both uh, open, and and we're and and then the, in that mode, it's no yelling. It, I mean, naturally, it's no yelling. I mean, because right. you would hate to have to get out of that bathtub and it'd be cold. <laughs> you know, and, and <laughs> right, right. right. You can slide so, right in, pun intended. Yeah, so. <laughs> oh, and <laughs> you, you you all, should, and I'm assuming that you know. Okay, you all set these parameters, or either you all know that those parameters are set, okay, at this time, this is a time where we come together and we want to be intimate, not necessarily physically. We want to talk. Right. We want to communicate. So the, the, the parameters are already set, and we respect those parameters. So we can communicate. We can grow in our trust. And then it, it lingers. It's just like, you know, when you take a bath, when you take a shower, that feeling that you have lingers after the shower, so that same lingering of intimacy in that example will linger and last after the conversation exactly. if it's done right. Right. Yeah, and I'm glad you uh-huh. said that on intimacy. Go ahead. Yeah, go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, I, I'm glad you mentioned intimacy because that's key, and we talk about that a lot on here. We don't – I mean, we, we, we talk about intimacy here, fellas, and I want to um, – this this is actually a clip from me back on December the 4th, 2012. So I'm going to let me ask the question for us on October the 8th, 2013. Same question that I asked on December 4th, 2012. 30 seconds, fellas. What about the wife that catches her husband cheating and, you know, she decided to stay with him, got caught out there, and she decided to stay with him, but now she makes him put on a condom when they have sex? What do y'all think about that? She's like, uh, you ain't coming close to me with that thing unless you got it wrapped up. Whereas before, they didn't use condoms, they were married. So what do you think about the wife who decides to stay with her husband, but then says, nah, bro, you need to put a condom on. I don't trust you anymore. I don't trust you anymore. So we're talking about intimacy. So what about that situation? The guy, he was out there, he got caught, but now... They just got out of the bath, just had the, the, you know, just got finished talking, having intimacy. Make sure you got your condom. Well, yeah, it, that's that's some unhealed, uh, unhealing going on around there. I mean, she's not, it, it's something else that had to happen in order for it to get to that point. And if they're not at the point where, you know, hey, I'm not going to, uh, you know, I mean, the bath scenario is not every. I mean, some people I talk to, they say, man, you take a bath, and what if y'all get mad? No, you can't get mad at that state, but, you know, it doesn't, it doesn't flow with a lot of people. Uh, so, and if you done cheated with your wife, you you become the most 
unattractive person or vice versa in, in their sight at that time. So you you can't just jump in the bath after that. You after you cheat, there's some other stuff you got to handle first before you're yeah. even thinking about sliding anywhere, you know. Definitely, there's, there's some healing that has to take place, and then, you know, obviously there's some logistics. How much time after this? Okay, if this was two weeks ago, uh, you know, no, you're not coming into me right now because I don't know what you have. Or you're not coming into me without some protection because I don't know what you have. And so I don't know that that's, nece- in, that's not necessarily a trust issue. That's a safety issue. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. so... So that's not, you know, oh, I still, because the trust or the fact that I, that she wants to build the trust was demonstrated by the fact that she said, I'm going to stay. Yes, sir. So we want to work on the trust. she's even still laying there in the bed with you. Still laying right. in the bed with you. And so, but the safety issue comes into play. I love you, but I don't want to get sick. I yeah. love you, but I don't want to die. So... Until we know that you don't have anything, and again, the fact that, okay, she's going to let you um, be intimate sexually with her, even with a condom, after you cheated, says something. Mm-hmm. So you ought to be thankful for that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, if she's, if she's willing to give you head with a condom on, I mean, just, just like you said, for safety. For safety. But... I wanna I wanna play another clip. We're just along those same lines. This is only thirty seconds, fellas. an imagined betrayal. Can that be just as destructive as a real one? You mean if your wife imagined, you mean if your partner imagined that you did something that you didn't do? Exactly. A lover so secret that you don't even know who she is. Mm. It's not real. She thinks it is. Exactly. She imagined you having a secret lover. You you got a crazy wife then because normally (laughs) if you... If if you if your wife let me explain myself. If your wife feel that you have an imagined I mean, if you have a your wife feel that you you're cheating on her, then it has to be a change in routine somewhere in your lifestyle. It has to be a moment where a time of day where you're not answering your phone or it has to be something else that you're doing out of the norm in order for her this to feel that way. Now uh, a thousand there's a reason she thinks that way. It did no, I disagree a trillion percent because my ex-wife had had me sleeping with several made-up women that did not exist. <laughs> so you weren't so doing anything. Have, no, I wasn't. Did she have? She had trust issues, you know, or or, or you know? No, she didn't have you trust were... issues. She was just crazy. Oh, right. So that's what she was crazy. So, okay. But that's always that's always an exception. <laughs> well, but see, it's, it's an exception, but it's something that we don't really deal with in our culture. Okay, now when you say okay, now at 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 at, at times, many of us say, "Man, my wife is crazy." Now you're talking about clinically. 
No, I'm talking yeah. Like, yeah. yeah okay. like mental illness. Talking, I'm right. talking about even after divorce, kept on my medical insurance so she could get some help. Right. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's that's different. That's she different. That's a, she wasn't crazy. That's a mental. That's a that's a that's a sickness. That's, that's a illness. Okay. So that, that's, that's a, a little different. Case right there. I, right. But 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 you could be with someone that has a case of mental illness. That's true. That's true. And but let me ask you a question. Do, okay, do, do you know their mental state before you get married to them? Of course you no. do. No. This this this. Have you spent enough time with him? You do. Later. You don't just get crazy. Right. This, I mean, this happened later. No, the demonstration of it to that degree happened later. But if you've been dating somebody for a year, year and a half, and then you married them, and two weeks after you married them, that got crazy. They was crazy right. before you married them. Right. I'm gonna show right. you. I'm gonna show y'all how outside the realm y'all are on this one. I known her since 1984. Married her, I think 97. I think. Yeah, 97. And she didn't demonstrate and, none and of those tendencies before. And the craziness didn't start till we moved to California. I, 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 something, something else. I mean, I believe that you was blinded by booty at the time that you were supposed to be trying to do your. Oh, yeah, there's, there's, there's a case of that also, but but okay. that goes back to the point. Uh, you could be with someone, and I and you know I really just hate that people think that mental illness is just this rare. Uh, something crazy that could just happen. You you don't know what someone could have that could develop over the years, family history, or anything that could just pop up and rear his ugly head, and then it's like oh, oh you know oh snap, and you thinking that you need to change your patterns. You you say where you gonna be at. You show a proof. You have a friend videotape you at work, and then you go <laughs> to get home, and she's still saying you know well you was with somebody. So I don't, you know, just just want to throw caution out there. There's a lot of people out there with mental illness, and you know, it's not the straight jacket jacket need to be locked up. Mental illness, it's just need to go talk to someone, get a pill, and then you good to go, or just talk to someone. Period. But we don't do right. that now. And, and that's I think that's different than just the normal man. You know, my wife is crazy, and that that's a special case, and people need uh, help for that. And you are right. Unfortunately, we don't. Talk about it. We don't go to the doctor. We had a guy shoot up a Navy Yard that was crazy. We had a woman get shot in front of her daughter because she was crazy. We just had a man burn himself because he, he was crazy. And all right. three of them were black. Mm. We, don't, we, don't, we, don't, we don't talk and about it. We don't deal with it. We didn't take their meds that day. They, right. We, we know, pray and, and just say we're just not going to talk about it and just we're going to hope for the and let's, right. let's see what happened. And that's unfortunate because, again, you know, church people, Christian people, say sanctify, build the Holy Ghost, and that with fire and all that good stuff. We will pray thinking, okay, we're being spiritual. Right. But even Scripture says faith without work. So I can pray, but pray, and then go to the doctor. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Okay. And then your prayers will be answered when he reveals what the problem is. Exactly. And then you get some help, and, you know, you can get better. I believe that, you know, you can be healed. But in the process, get some help while you're being healed, if exactly. that's the way God heals you. He can heal you through medicine. He can heal you instantaneously, you know, if that's where your belief system is. But it may be done processively. Yeah. And, and when it and comes that's to trust. That's up. Go ahead, go ahead, that, That's Sorry. something that a lot of people don't understand. God gives us many ways to be healed. Oh, definitely. God gives us doctors' knowledge so that they can heal us. 
It's not just and, that God's going to heal you instantly. It's, you know, he gives people the knowledge to be able to, to fix you. Because sometimes you've got to go through something to learn something. And unfortunately, that can affect the trust issue because you're not responding right to, you know, the person's sickness. Oh, okay, you know, do you think it's a lack of sense or a lack of trust? And it could just be, I need to be intimate. I need to understand how to be intimate. Some people don't know how because of past hurts. So we need to go sit down and talk to somebody. And then once I understand, okay, the reason I don't trust you is because of this other guy, but now we can start building trust. Mhm. Mhm. You talk about God. Oh, go ahead, brother. The most time, most of the time, when we first, first, are able to trust and trust, you know, like with our whole heart, trust without it being conditional, is when we're young. We're young teenagers. You know, we can trust unconditionally, but then as life goes on and as we learn, you know that. There's people out there that you can't trust. Then that's when trust becomes a conditional thing. And you kind of have to, like, relearn it all over again. When I was little, I trusted everybody. And then when I got to be 17, I found out I couldn't trust the man down the street. And then when I got to be 25, I understood that, okay, I fall in love with somebody, but now can I trust him? Is he going to be like the man down the street? So you, you have it, you lose it, and then you have to relearn it. Right. Right. And y'all talk about God and um you know, even Jesus himself submitted to the trust test, you know, telling people to verify if he was truly who he claimed to be. Prove me, you know. Right. Exactly. Exactly. You know, he he said, you know, um, do not believe me unless I do what my father does. You know, a tree is known a tree is known by the fruit it bears. Exactly. And, you know, put another way, you know, put another way. Don't believe me, just watch. Don't believe me, just watch. You know, um, but since you say, I mean, we, we're talking about, we're here, you know, we're finishing up. This is the last lap. Um, you know, a lot of you guys, I think you, you trust God, you know. And since you since you say you trust God so much, uh, why don't you, why don't you trust him with your money by tithing consistently? Well, I don't. I, I don't do. Tithe. So I'm, you're not. That's not my okay. issue. I do. It's somebody. <laughs> so I, Go ahead, there. I, I got this issue of tithing because uh, people talking about we're not living up under the law. You know, uh, in the word it says that we're not under the old law, but then people want to they want to put the law uh, of tithing in with the new law and principles of behind believing in Jesus Christ. So. Um, in First Timothy, uh, I think it was seven verse nine, and who is the law for? It goes into who is it for? And the law is not for the ones who believe in who believes in Jesus. So, but they like to take tithing out of that part just so they can get paid. And I'm like, no, you, either you have resurrection power or you don't. You don't. It, tithe is not a, a ATM to get the devil off your back. You focus it from your heart as far as the New Testament is concerned. So yeah, I trust God, but I'm gonna trust. I, my tithing includes uh, um, helping people and and writing books and and helping marriages and 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 uh, spending time in people and investing in, in people uh, from from different projects. So right. um, these pastors out here, 
no offense, Pastor, but no these problem. pastors out here uh, that says you have to tithe in order for God to uh, to do this and do that. No, I either have it or I don't, and it's not well, through a, 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 a abundance of money. You know, it's not through money that you get that. Well, tithing is not, well, in terms of, you know, we under the law, tithing is not of the law. Tithing came around 250 years before the law. So tithing is not of the law. Tithing existed 200, tithing was implemented before the law. It didn't come under the law. But it came from somebody's heart. Okay, it came from a, a heart of a person. It didn't come because of a requirement. And what you guys don't and what pastors don't um, go all the way into is, you know, Abraham didn't just give King Melchizedek a tenth. He gave all of that stuff he got from Sodom and Gomorrah away to all the kings. But they don't go through that part. They just stop right there at the tithing. So, and then when, if you don't study and show yourself approved enough to know that, then then that's when the, here you can get... You know, you can get hoodwinked to believe that hey, I have to pay the devil to stay off me. You know, but that's not in. The, yeah. But that's not that's not in. Uh, with what you just said, that's not instead of. That's those are the things in addition to tithing. So tithing is a way of one. You know, obeying, and it's another way of uh, providing for the church. So initially, that's what tithing was for, because the people who ran the church didn't have any land. They didn't have a job. Right, the the, the priest, so, the priesthood. That's right. how they took care of them. But but exactly, but Jesus that was, was the purpose of it. But Jesus yeah. was a king. Can I, can I hold you? Can I, hey, Darren, 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 can I can I yeah, hold you? I'm, right I'm sorry, I'm sorry, my yeah. bad. No problem, no problem. I, that was just a that's, that was just a setup. Um, for my, I didn't want to get into a discussion about tithing, right. but that was for somebody. It was about yeah, it was about trust exactly, and it was actually a lead into my next question. And my next question is, does your wife trust you? Because y'all said a lot of different things there, and I'm sure that the brothers were listening. And um, but the question is, does your wife trust you as the spiritual leader of your household? And let me let me talk about me for a moment. In, indulge me for a moment. Uh, mine shouldn't trust me as the spiritual leader of my household, and I'll briefly tell you why. And I'm actually ashamed to tell y'all this, but sometimes I don't want to trust God. As a husband, as a father, as an employee with what his plans are for household stress, et cetera, et cetera. And if you walk into my home library, I have accomplishments on my wall. I have a degree in economics from one of the top public institutions in the country. I have another banking uh, certification from yet another institution. I have an innovation award for my company. Um, I have lots of things on my walls. I have uh, connections. I have networking. I mean, all of that. So... Sometimes I don't want to trust God. Now, maybe that's just me. Maybe you don't deal with that. But I do. I like, you know, Rodney can handle it. That's, that's Sometimes that's where I'm at with this thing, with this thing, you know, trust. And so sometimes I don't want to trust God. Go ahead. You're not the only one. You're not the only one. Sometimes, mm-hmm. you know, again, I've been preaching the gospel for 32 years. And sometimes I don't want to. But because to do that is going to, one, take me out of my comfort zone, it's going to cause me to do things that I don't want to do. So to say that I don't want to do it, I think that's being honest because you're not the only one that feels that way. But then the things that causes me to do it, even though I don't want to do it, is 
my trust. Okay, I don't want to do it this way, but if I do it this way, it's going to work out to the to the greater good. How do I know that? Because it has happened to me in the past. So let me ask a question. So you saying just because you did these things and you see all of your accomplishments on the walls and and you know you know your job for thirty, um, huh? What you say? I was just wondering, did you just think that everything on the wall you did yourself? Right. That's no, what I, was I don't think that. I didn't, I didn't say that. I said sometimes. No, Keyword sometimes. Yeah, Keyword sometimes. But you just but no, that's sometimes. But no, that's all the time. Because you just said I got all these accomplishments on the wall, like I did it myself. Well, well sometimes, sometimes I do say that, but not all the time. You know, there, there are times yeah, where I'm like, thank God for those accomplishments. Yeah, what I'm saying is that it's not consistent. Yeah, you can get that way because, okay, you have a degree in economics, and then sometimes, you know, the economics, uh, the way God says deal with economics is not the way you learned in that, in that, in that class. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you still have to trust God. I've got a doctorate degree. And then sometimes I know, okay, you know, okay, I got a doctor's degree. I, I, I've done some things. And so you, if you're not careful, you can lean on that. But like you just said, I have to know that, and this is what pulls me back, I have to know I didn't do that by myself. But, you know, I have to remain there. But even in that, okay, and I'll be, I don't know you fellas, but I'll be transparent. I've got a doctorate degree, and I don't even have a job. That's my mm. point. So That's my point. there can be some frustrations there of still doing things, trusting God, but not yeah. wanting to. And then back to the original question, can my wife, does my wife trust me to be the spiritual leader? Yes. Most of the time, she does. And in those times where she's doubting, I can understand why she does, but she always comes around. Now, I can say that now, 31 years into the marriage. can say that can I, can I two years. Can I interject? Can I just? Go ahead, brother. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. The thought on the table. Um, and, uh, and I think it's twofold as it relates to our personal trust, whether it be a God factor and then also, you know, our our wives trusting us. I want to put something out there, and that is I, I believe, and this is just me, you may agree, you may not, but I believe that trust is built not necessarily from intellectual knowledge, but I believe trust is built from experiential knowledge. I would agree in other words, In other words, each time you have an experience, whether it be with God or be you, Trust is built. And so ultimately, what happens is this: that it's not to say that the real, the, in a real sense, we won't quit. We don't, you know, we don't want to trust God. But I think peace is that when I past experience or past track records with God, it, it, it pushes me to lean now towards the fact that I'm going to trust Him even in this new experience. And and you know, of course, I got a little bit of Bible to back it up. Jesus in the Garden of Gethsemane, where he's kind of wrestling with whether or not he's going to go to the cross or not, he has this conversation in a real sense to say, God, if the cup could pass from me, you know, your will be done. And that's just he says, yeah, I know I've got to do this, and I'm supposed to be trusting, having a human moment, 
a flesh moment where mm. I'm kind of like, uh. Stop it, stop it, stop it. Stop it. Tell me where I send my offer. You preaching. Where do I send my offer? <laughs> he is preaching, but let me, let me help him. Let, 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 let me help him if he's finished. Go ahead, brother. I want to help you when you finish. Everybody but, but ultimately, all the war where God's calling him to go and the direction that God is destined for his life. I think I think, I think it's through experience, through the fact that as you grow in this relationship, you build a track record with her that where she can say, honey, I, we've been here in a similar situation, and the way you have led us as a family causes me now to trust you and to put it in your hands. So case in point, you know, wife, wife you know, gets laid off from work, and she trusts that husband's job and his financial savvy is going to allow them to come through the situation that they're in. And ultimately they do. She gets employed again, but if the threat of her being laid off ever comes again, she's not doubting because she had an experience with her husband that says right. he's going to lead us through this thing. Right, yeah. Right, and, right. Let me, let me help him. Let me help him. Yeah, absolutely. You, you're saying something there, brother. And, and that's actually what I was just about to say before you said that, you know, because faith is not the same thing as trust. Mm. Now, don't miss this, fellas. Faith is not the same thing as trust. And just like as the brother was saying, you know, you, you're all probably familiar with Hebrews, you know, now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. That's probably right. somebody's favorite verse. But faith says, I know God and I believe. But faith is not trust. Faith is a noun. Trust is a verb. Faith is something we have. Trust is something we do, just like the brother said. Uh, now, uh. You know, now, now, trust is our faith in action. You know, faith says he can, while trust says he is. Right. You know, so so is it safe to say, fellas, my, my brethren, is it safe to say that it's easier to have faith in God than it is to exercise trust in God? Going back to my situation where I said sometimes I like to look at my accomplishments on my wall. I don't want to trust. I want to trust right. I, I think that Faith in God can lead you to a better sense of trusting in him. Because right. as the brother just said, trust is based and trust is based on an experiential knowledge. And so knowing that okay in terms of God, he has done it before, so I trust him to do it again. And as our brother so eloquently said, uh that as it relates to husband and wife I know my husband has done it before in terms of trusting I me mean, trusting her, her trusting me with uh as a spiritual leader as her is trusting me as uh even though you know it's rocky right now financially he's going to do his best she can get to that point because she's seen and I'm being personal now she's seen me do things to say okay it's going to work out financially and so I think faith will lead you to trust in God, you know and faith will lead is? you to say that again. I said, but do you know what the balance of that is? This one word, and it was in Hebrew. You just said it, Rodney. It's hope. You know, mm -hmm. I hope. You know, I have trust in my husband, but I hope when he goes out and, and he visits that friend that he does the right thing. Mm -hmm. You know. Mm -hmm. 
I have trust. Let me ask a question. I hope he does the right thing. I hope that God gets me through by faith through this situation I'm going. It all begins with hope. Yeah. Right, and leading to trust because he's he's probably, he's done it before, God being, and then the husband has shown that, okay, He's not falling after every big butch girl that comes by, so I can trust him when this next one comes by. Because of what you just said, trust is based on experience. Or he, I've trusted him in other things, and so I'll trust him in this. Yeah, go ahead. Let me ask you a question, Rodney. Let me ask you a question. So let's say you got this, this, this child, your child, five years old. Yep. Afraid to swim. You get in the water. And you say, jump off the diving board, and I'll be right here to catch you. Mm. Which is that, trust or faith or both? Well, I think, you know, what you're saying to you, and that's a great analogy, is that just imagine God in the the pool. No, no, no. Just answer the question. Is that trust, faith, or both? It's trust. It's trust. It's true. I would say both. Because look, because, because look, well, when it God, depends on who's doing it. No, no, no. It's, it's, it's trust because no, the father and the son. So, is it trust with faith that you're going to catch me if I drown? No, it's, no, the, tr- it's the trust. It's the trust that you. It's the trust that you are going to catch me. But the faith is what's going to be the action. You jumping. The other way. I would say the other way around. Hope is that you you get caught when you jump. But because you said it's experiential. Because, Daddy, I've seen you do things before. When the spider came, you killed it. When the dog yeah, chased me, yeah, cool. you got you you took care of it. So I'm trusting you, Daddy, that when I jump off this, you're going to take care of me because I've had previous experiences previous where, Daddy, you, sure. you did take care wait, of me. Wait a minute. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Now, when that five-year-old kid gets to be 19, and he tells the story about when he jumped off that diving board. Is he going to leave out the part that his father was there to help him? No. 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 That 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 right there will be that right there will be monumental in the relationship with him and dad. Always. And he and he knew that dad was there to help him that time when he was afraid to jump in that water. So he gives dad, he's not going to say, I learned how to swim on my own. No. My daddy to taught me how to swim. Absolutely. Okay. And that that that's story it. will be told, my daddy told me how to swim. But I think, I think, that same anal- I think the same analogy works for the relationship with husband and wife, man. Sure. You know what I mean? I think, I think the relationship, you know what I'm saying, that, again, experiential, you know what I mean, that it's going to work yeah, the same let, way. Let me challenge that experiential thing. And, and let me challenge that. And looking at the story of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, looking at the story of Daniel in the lion's den, there was no experience of them being in a furnace. There was no experience of him being in a lion's den and the lion's mouths were shut up. They had to trust God, period. There was experience with Daniel in terms of 
the other things that God had already done. Not in Elias' den. There was experience with Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, not in a fiery furnace, but in other situations. And going back to the uh, swimming analogy, there's no experience that the five-year-old had with swimming, but he's had other experiences with daddy doing something that he said he was going to do. Now, let let Mm. let let me compliment that with this thought, and that is, in in life, whether it be the child, whether it be Daniel, the Hebrew boys, or even the husband and wife, the Bible talks about moving from faith to faith and glory to glory. With each experience, my faith yeah. or my trust level is going to rise. But but check this: there is a requirement now on the behalf of the believer or the one who's placing their trust to rise to the occasion with their faith level. Everybody's not going to be able to do that. And everybody doesn't come to the same place of faith at the same time. So here it is. Here's the challenge for the marital relationship. Husband's faith level is at one place. Wife's faith level or trust, I'm using those words interchangeably, could be at two different levels. And if our our trust is at two different levels, this was what lends to now conflict in the relationship, because you don't trust me, you know what I'm saying, even though we've had some experience. In other words, you were with me when we were just eating wing dings and pork and beans. Right. And you know what we did and how we got to the place that now we can eat steak and all of this other stuff, but you're still acting like you don't trust me. And I bought you, or we came together from wing dings to steak and potatoes now. Mm. Mm. At that point, at that point, there has to be some uh, parameters to say, okay, I know you don't trust, you don't believe, but we've got to do something. And so I like so in 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 my house, the way we work things out when we're making decisions. Okay, we're going to do what's best for us. If we can't come to a decision there, what the scriptures say? If it's not a situation there, we still can't come to an agreement, it's my call. And so we already understand that, so we don't go through, but I don't trust you. If it gets to that last resort, we already understand it's my call because of the parameters that we have set up, because somebody has to make a decision. So there has to be some systematic in dealing with, you know, the marriage relationship. There has to be some systematic, uh, some system set up to say, okay, you may not trust me because we're at different levels. But the rule is, it's my call, if that's the rule for you. As, as, As the head of household, and if that's the system, I respect that. Now let me throw a monkey wrench. Here's the monkey wrench. Your wife trusts you with the finances because she watched you bring her or oh, y'all came together from wing dings to steak and potatoes. So right. she makes comments. She makes comments to say, you're a great provider. But the comments negate the fact that you were a pretty good father. Mm. How do you handle that? How do you reconcile the two? Because, again, you're making comments to say, you're a great provider. You brought me from wing dings to steak and potatoes for the money side. But as far as you being a father to our kids, you only hitting about a five, six, not giving you a ten in that area. Well, what if that's I, true? What, if, what, what if, Well, what if that's true? I mean, if that's true, some some guys are good providers, but they just not they're just crappy husbands or they're just uh, crappy fathers, you know. Or and they're they're a bunch of, 
they they still work all the time. Yeah. Now, now, Darren, here's my question, and and to the other brothers, is it a trust thing there, or is it just you don't measure up? Well, it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's not that, that you don't measure up. It're just the fact that you're good at some things and you're, you you miss the mark on other things. And that's you know that's why I asked my wife. I asked her for a report card, you know, and just to see why I'm just to see, get my stats with her, just to see what because I can say I'm good all day, but it's it, you you ask another person, they might say something totally different, you know. It, and uh, my past always say, you know, if you wanna you wanna really know about a man, ask his wife, you know, because she's the one gonna give you the, the true report of that man. And that's why I always ask my wife, you know, hey, am I slipping in this or I'm slipping in that, or are we doing this doing this the right way? And I and and I and don't take offense to what she says because she's going to give you the truth because you ask her and well, she loves you. And I think that, that and I, and I'm sorry. I think the challenge I think the challenge is, you know, again for men, this is the, I think the challenge. You trust me enough with the money, but you don't trust me with the kids and being a good dad. Or you saying the, the brother trust. may just it's not just be a truth. good dad. It's not the well, truth. Uh, it's just the truth. It's different. Okay, okay. It okay. may be. It, it may be. If if it is true, it's not an issue of you don't trust me with the kids. It's a. It's the issue of I haven't shown that Ooh, I haven't given goodness. you experience to say that you trust me with the kids. If it is true. Now the other right. side of that, it may be that you are good. It's you, but you're just not as good as her father. And so that's a whole other situation. That's a whole other situation. And then sometimes you do you do mess up on things. Might be next week. Might be next week. And sometimes you you mess up on things, and then you got to you got to recoup from that. They trust you with one thing, and you've got to recoup from something that you know you didn't do or you don't do as well. And so, yeah. you know, you might have messed up. Uh, you guys are bringing out all this transparency with me. I'm going to tell you, uh, my wife has always made more money than me because my wife is a nurse. She's a nursing instructor now. And so we have systems set up so that, okay, logically, if one person makes more money than the other person, you would think that the person that makes the most money is the one that's in charge of it. Right. That's not necessarily the case here. Because we have systems set up. Half of her money is our money, and all of my money is our money. So that's the system. But I'm still, you know, making decisions. So when we mess up, going back to your other question, when I mess up, which, you know, I have, we were in this deal with one time with buying a house. And I made a decision on that that cost us, it was a bad decision, it cost us $5,000, the decision oh I made. Exactly. So, you know, brother was doing Lenny, James Brown, everybody, you know. Oh, 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 oh. Brother was please, please, please. And so, wow, in that case, it was true that my handling of that was not good. And so when she said it later on, I couldn't get mad because it was true. So mm-hmm. I had to find a way to redeem myself. You had to receive it first and, before you got redeemed, brother. You had to receive it. Oh, yeah, I had to receive it. Oh, well, I mean, but, yeah, I mean, because this was so obvious that, yeah, we all, everybody, we all knew that, okay, it was my call because of one of those situations that I told you when it comes down to the final one, if we can't, you know, make a decision before, it's my call. So it had been one of those things. And so it was obvious it was my call and the wrong call. 
but did that stop her from trusting me ever again? For a while, yes, because I had to redeem her. I had to get some more right. experience right. going but back. So she still trusted me that I wasn't going to cheat, but she didn't trust me with finances. <laughs> right. Your, your trust stock went back on the finance. For, for that period of time, until I redeemed four. myself, until she got over Yeah, four, yeah. four seasons. Four, four seasons, yes, four seasons, yeah. exactly. Yeah, yeah and sure. let me okay. let me try to land this plane, fellas, because we only got 20 minutes. Um, and I want to drop a monkey wrench. This is the final monkey wrench of the night in the last 20 minutes. And I want to bring it back to what the brother just said about a $5,000 mess up. You know, and, and, and we mess up. You know, there, there are some mess ups. Um in our lives, and you know, earlier tonight, uh, we said that when we think about trust in a marriage, what's the first thing that pops into our minds? Do y'all remember? Infidelity. There it is, T. Hawk. Infidelity. They got it. Now, here we are again, end of the show, but I want to flip it around a little bit. In what ways? Have you been a spiritual adulterer? In, in what ways have you turned your back on God just so you can have a little fair or a little fling with the world? A spiritual adulterer. I, that's difficult because if you're talking about leaving, uh, stop believing, stop trusting, stop praying, and go out and have your fling and come back, I can say, no, I've not done that. But if you're talking about sometimes not trusting God on an issue and trying to figure it out myself. Yes, that's what I'm talking about. I think that many of us are guilty of that until we get to the point where, okay, I'm trying to figure this out myself because I think I'm doing God's will or God's way takes too long. And then Mm. realize you get your head bumped. And then you come back. So if you're talking about the latter, yes, sir. Uh, I have to confess I'm guilty. Me too. I have been in my life guilty of that. Me Not too. as much now as I was earlier because, you know, I don't like getting knots on my head. But I would have to confess I'm guilty. Me too, brother. Mm-hmm. And speaking of being faithful... I'm in, tight, I'm, in number, I'm in that number two. <laughs> we all are. <laughs> yeah. 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 Speaking of being faithful, fellas, is, you know, we're talking about messing up. Is God faithful even when his children are not? Of course. Of course. Yes. And that's huge because the guy said, you know, he redeemed himself, but actually he was redeemed because he has a relationship with the Redeemer. You know, that's why, you know, we we can get back on a, you know, that $5,000 mess up didn't lead him to divorce court. Other marriages, it might, 5000 that's a lot of money. Oh, yes. And this happened at a period of time where $5,000 was a whole bunch of money. I mean, it's significant, it's significant money now. I mean, you know, I'm not rolling like you fellas, but $5,000 was a whole, was a, you know, real significant amount of money. Sure. Yeah. So, you know, so it can it can do some damage. You know, I didn't go to divorce court, but you know, but uh, I didn't get a whole lot of smiles for the next couple of weeks either. <laughs> <laughs> Good word. Like I said, I had to play. I had to play a lot of. I had to 
play a lot of Lenny Williams and uh, My Girl by the Temptations. I had to play a whole lot of that. <laughs> good words, good words. So is it safe to say, fellas, is it safe to say that no one is trustworthy but God? Is that safe to say, or, or am I off base with that? Is no one trustworthy but God? Uh, if you're talking about ultimately in our spiritual life, but if you're talking about husband and wife, I would say I'm as a husband, I'm trustworthy. So it depends on where you're going to go with that. Yeah. And if you just heard that my wife interrupted our conversation and she said she agrees. <laughs> so <laughs> that's good. <laughs> And speaking of your wife, speaking of your wife, and this is the next to the last question, fellas, so we'll get some little open mic chat here. But do you and your wife trust that you will keep each other in your marriage a top priority? Do you and your wife trust that you will keep each other in your marriage a top priority? I can say now, again, I'm speaking 31 years in. So, mm-hmm. yes. I couldn't say that maybe three, four years in because she may not have known that I was trustworthy and, I mean, that our marriage was a was a top priority. Well, I'll take that back. I can say, as far as I'm concerned, my marriage was. But even though sometimes it would look like I was putting my career first, so mm-hmm. she probably could she probably couldn't say that. And then, and I probably couldn't say that in the first three, four years because we had issues of family having a priority. Yeah. And I and want to recall another show. Yeah, that's a whole another show. I want to recall <laughs> something that T Hawk said um, literally in the first few minutes um, tonight. Now he may not remember it, but I remember it. And when you think about your wife. And he said this, she trusts you with her life. She trusts Mm. you with her life. And that's on on several different levels. Um, You know, we talk about, for the long haul, we talk about longevity. Uh, We talked about, um, you know, when she's, the brother talked about when she's naked in front of you that you won't bring her any diseases. Um, But also from a religious standpoint is that, you, you you're there as, as as the leader as the head of household. You're I mean you're responsible for her. And I I mean when when, when T Hawk said that at nine thirty, I'm like wow that's just so I didn't even think of that. I was like that's just so profound that this woman trusts me that I don't even trust God all the time. What I what I just said, but she trusts me with her life on on a myriad of different levels. She trusts mm-hmm. me, and I'm not even worthy. But she said, I do, with all of my flaws, with all of my faults. She said, I do. I trust this man with my life. Mm, 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 mm. Who does she really trust, though? There it is. You know. Who does she really trust? (laughs) (laughs) And and it's funny you say that, T-Hawk. It's funny you say that because, as y'all know, that we... Go ahead. You're gonna. You, I mean, it's it's gonna be so much not you when you realize who it is. You see what I'm saying? I mean, yes. you can look in your marriage and say, "Who does my wife really trust?" Yes, sir. She trusts who you trust. Yes, sir. 
No, she yes, trusts sir. him because you trust him. And a lot of exactly. times, well, a lot thing. of times yeah. when when mm-hmm. when when men trust only in themselves, their wife try to just follow their lead and say, "Okay, I'm gonna trust you because you said it." But once a man lead his wife to God and and that wife see him on his knees praying to him, that's when she's gonna say, "Oh, I know we covered because he's not leaning on his own understanding. He's asking for guidance on his knees." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just like Rodney when you was in college. Yeah. Remember you was in college that one time you and you prayed that one time? Mm-hmm. Remember that one time? Not all the other sure. times, one time. Mm-hmm. And you prayed. And then you got that degree. Mm-hmm. The one that's on your wall. <laughs> that one, you that never one time you prayed. Huh? Yeah. That, that, just that one time. That one time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And now you want to take credit? Yeah, no, I shouldn't. And and, and it's funny you talk you about college because you know she was my there wife. Too. Yeah, she, she, was, was, there. There. she was there. She saw but you pray that one time. Yeah, she told me T Hawk that you know when and she had, had relationships you know in the past of course before me but we we got together when um, I was seventeen she was eighteen and she told me that you know before she came to college before she even you know, met me, the stud muffin that I am. Um, but before she even saw me, before she was even on the campus, she was praying that God would send her a husband. Mm. And I'm just like, and she t- she told me this, you know, years later, and, um, you know, in our marriage, and it was just kind of, you know, I was like, huh? You know, she was like, yeah, I pray. She didn't want to do the whole dating thing. So that's why when we got together, we got together our freshman year, and we, we graduated our senior year, and we got married two months later. We dated we were college sweethearts, you know, for all the intensive purposes. You can look us up in the dictionary. You see college sweethearts, you see our picture. So we dated, you know, throughout our entire four years, but she said that I was, I prayed that that, that God would send me a husband. And I was like, what? Because I wasn't that spiritual then. I'm like, huh? What are you talking about? But God, mm-hmm. as you say to you, God answered her prayer because who does she trust? She didn't trust. She's not trusting Rodney. She's trusting God, and she's trusting the God in Rodney uh, that's not consistent, that has flaws and faults and all those good stuff. But she, her ultimate <laughs> trust, as you said, lies with 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 God. And mm-hmm. wow. Um, mm-hmm. Now trust. And there's trust nothing is you can do. It's got it's got that's very right. little to do with you, Rodney. Very little to do that's with right. Rodney. Very little. Very little. Very little. Very little. And trust is definitely, you know, a virtue in a marriage. Um, and, you know, Proverbs 18 and 21 says that the tongue has the power of life and death. So when you think about it, I mean, just think just, just think to yourself, when it comes to your marriage, are you speaking life into your marriage or death? Mm. When it comes to your marriage, are you speaking life or death into your marriage? This is something to think about. I know it's late. Just something to think about. Speak yeah, life yeah. into your marriage. You know. So and I got one more question, speak... fellas. Go ahead. Okay, go ahead. Right. No, I'm, well, I'm, I'm just I'm, saying. Go ahead. So when you don't speak into your marriage by ways of exercising proper communication, what do you speak yes. into it? Yes. Death. Yeah. That's right. It's it's either or. Right. It's pass fail, Tony. No Just area. like we talked about. Yeah, there's no way around it. Either you're creating safe emotional space 
or you're by default creating unsafe emotional space. I keep your mouth shut. Exactly. Mm. Exactly. And I got one final question on that note. Um, last question, fellas. Um, talking about Dwayne, uh, if he's still on, yeah, he's still on. Uh, talking about <laughs> transparency, and um, there's a lot of trust amongst us on this show. Now, I ain't never met some of y'all face-to-face, but I trust you. You know, I, I bear my soul here for you guys. Hopefully somebody can take away and, and it can help somebody, you know, down the road. But I trust you guys. Dwayne, he, I think this is his second week, he's telling us all kind of stuff because he trusts us. Mm-hmm. So here's the final question, fellas, and I'm going to get out your way. Um Regarding household stress, regarding the married men don't talk show, on a scale of one to ten, do you trust household stress to give you solid and sound advice? On a scale from one to ten, do you trust household stress? Do you trust this little show that we do on Tuesday from my basement with Barbie dolls and Tinker toys <laughs> inside me? Do you trust household stress, the married men don't talk show, to give you solid and sound advice on a scale from one to ten? You can be honest. Ten being the best. Y'all haven't let me down yet. <laughs> Y'all have not let me down yet. In number wise, is that an eight, nine, or a ten? That's a ten. Oh my book. That's a ten. That's a ten. <laughs> Y'all are me. I've never got off this phone feeling the eight. You know, I mean, there's a lot of things I've learned on this phone that's kept me married today. Because I could have, you know, we we all face choices. And somebody might have said one thing that made me think just a little bit differently. Say, ah, maybe I won't do it my way, the way that I know to do it. Let me try something else. And I got a lot of it from here. That's just me. That's good words, brother. Anybody else? Do you trust Do you trust household stress? To, you know, you got a problem or you... We give you the form. I mean, do you, do you trust household stress to give you good advice? Well, let me say this. Uh, because I haven't been here long, I would say this. I trust, even though, you know, okay, obviously we may disagree on things, but I trust your motive at a 10. Mm-hmm. All right. Motive. Mm-hmm. I love it. Motive. I take it. We'll take that and run with it. Yes, sir. <laughs> yes, sir. I'm going to run with that. <laughs> yeah. And a lot well, of times... Because... Yeah, that's a great way to put it. Go ahead, brother. Oh, you want... let him explain. Let him explain. Yeah, go ahead, brother. No, what I mean is that because I, you know, haven't uh, been on the show a lot, so I don't know the advice, quote-unquote, that you give, and, and I don't want this to sound arrogant, but... Sure. At you know, being married 31 years, I probably made enough mistakes for y'all and me. So, you know, I got enough scars where I've already learned a whole bunch of lessons. <laughs> so, That's all right, but you helping somebody else. Yeah, but, but the things here will sharpen me and confirm some things. And the purpose and what I meant by trusting your motive, the purpose and the intent is always in the two times that I've been here. The trust, I mean, the intent and the purpose is to benefit, is to help 
men be better husbands, is to help us come out of our shell, is to help us deal with uh, us, some of the stuff that we as men don't do. And even in the short time that I've, uh, you know, listened, I know that is the intent. It's never intended to, you know, to say, dun da 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 look at us, dun da 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 well, one thing, about, of, one thing about it, uh, Mr. Dwayne, this uh, Reverend Doc, Dr. Dwayne, one thing about one. it, we we don't try to give advice. We just try to make men think on their own. And once they think on their own, like if, if I wasn't praying with my wife today, uh, somebody going to say something to make me think, well, hmm, let me try this. You know, exactly. and it's, just, it's not to all, because none of us is claiming to be counselors or uh, doctors or anything like that, right. that, we can utilize our skills to better a person on this phone because if something go wrong after we say something, then you want to blame household stress. You but know, the right. fact so, that your but the fact that you are your motive is to say, okay, now I did this and I messed up, so you might want to consider not doing that, so you might mess up. The fact that you're telling that right, with the right. intent of bettering, that's why I say your motive is a chance mm-hmm. because. You know the purpose. I mean, you could. I'm quite sure you could find other things to do than <laughs> do this. If it's something that you just wanted to do, like brother, if you only knew. If you only yeah. knew. But there's a reason. There's a reason why you're doing this every Tuesday. There's a reason why you're doing it. So the motive has to be, you know, okay, planting a seed, helping people. Uh, okay, you're going. You're planning something bigger, but right now we're here to make a difference. And so, again, uh, your motive is a ten. That's what's Great. up. Amen. Thank God, Amen. brother. Amen. Thank, God. Thank God. Yeah, and I do have a conclusion, and we'll flip it over to open mic for a few minutes. Um, but I mean, the guy just said it. Yeah, three three minutes. Wow. <laughs> Trust is the foundation of any growing intimate relationship, and a happy marriage rests on a foundation of unquestioned trust. One of the most wonderful gifts of a loving marriage is the ability to trust your spouse, trust that she'll be be true to you emotionally, trust that she has your back and your best interests in mind. This creates safety, security, and a deeper capacity to love. Successful marriages are built on trust. We learn we can trust someone and share our lives with them because they do what they say they're going to do. They say what they mean and mean what they say. Betrayal, real or imagined, is a disaster serious enough to end any marriage. So be trustworthy, fellas. Trust can be built and rebuilt, but it's hard and painful work. Ken Potts says that true reconciliation requires five difficult steps, awareness, confession, forgiveness, restitution, and recommitment. When you and your wife made the promise to love, honor, and cherish one another, I assume that you both meant it. So don't take each other for granted or neglect your marriage or consistently give too much time and energy to other things and people that can break the bond of trust. Trust is a critical requirement for any relationship, so make sure your wife and your marriage are top priority. 